This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This technology pioneered by Manscaped, because even the LED lights so that you can see everything you're doing down there, also includes the wheel rack, airs and no trimmer, waterproof, uses 9000 RPM motor powered. 360 degrees water tube blade system, the nose and ball trimmer provides skin safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snacks, tugs, and in those delicate holes. Look, Palace 79% of the cars and poles and misses. But long nose hairs is a major turn off. Why not get the best tools for the job here? And don't forget the liquid formulations to round off the blooming game in performance factors. There's a crop cleanser, body wash to keep your hair. Your hair and skin feel healthy. You'll also find manscaped products on a ball deodorant, anti-chafting, ball deodorant moisturizers. You'll also find crops like a ball toner, a testes toner. That is to be done to give you an extra boost you need to get the job done here and the balls toner for your testes toner designs to give everything you need to get the job done in the pitch. Looks look clean as the well-groomed is all time great. Day for Beckham get 20% off free shipping with our code SENTICTEA. Boomers TV at manscaped.com. Choose Manscaped, your balls will thank you for it. On today's show, we'll take a look at the latest gospel rumors along Celtic. We'll, we'll talk about yesterday's pre-season uh, against West Ham. we look at, at the second leg again for the qualifiers. And of course, we'll, we'll be taking through, looking through the live chat. So if there's anything you wish us to discuss on tonight's show, please let us know. Firstly, Mark, for future rooms. The link to the landscape site is in the description below. Just a quick shout out to the usual suspects Richie, Malika, Tim Alloy, Ben, Mikey, Stilly Crunchy. I've talked to him earlier on, he's still got some serious pain in his legs. Get well soon, lads, and Malika, you have a great time when you can uh, meet up with your brother. Uh, 450 man subs, but that's just brilliant. So thank you very much, everyone, for that. All the support is on here and on the forum. Thanks. If you have to subscribe, please remember to smash the like button. Did you mention the forum's address here, Paul? No, that's less one. Well, just a while we were saying, I was going to mention things like the Discord group and things. Mm-hmm. But uh, the links for all our social medias and everything's in the, the, uh, the description box below. There's a link that says Linktree. If you go into that, it gives you links to everything but Twitter page, the Discord. Spotify, iTunes, the audio podcasting platforms and that. So if you want to come along and join the Discord group or follow us, we don't really do much on Twitter, but if you want to follow us and that, you get more than welcome. Uh, firstly, before we go to Celtic Rumors TV, uh, Celtic Rumors, uh, or Gasp, I just want to say something to, for Mark. Uh, Mark's sister had a, an accident uh, the other day and she needs an operation. Uh, we wish her well, and I hope she goes well, Mark, and I presume I'll take of her, and now the lads on the live chat when they join, we'll be taking of your sister as well. Okay, well, thanks a lot, mate. Uh, Leeds have opened talks with highly rated Celtic youngster Lear Helda. Celtic are reported to have offered Lear a new improved contract to fend off interest from Leeds. Celtic cannot afford to lose another highly 
basic player and slipped through the ranks again. Celtic are no closer to landing George Balder. It's being reported back in June that Celtic were interested in signing the Sheffield United right back, but no offer and no contact has been made from there. At this point, Celtic are targeting Man City's youngster right back, Jan Kutu. Uh, Jan is yet to make his first time team appearance for Man City. The youngster was alone at last season's Spanish Cup winner and, and is highly regarded within the Manchester City youth system. Celtic are hoping to use previous interest with Man City and are hoping that they can land the player on the loan for next season. It's been reported that Celtic have made a £2.1 million offer for Royal Antwerp right-back Huta. Celtic manager has made no secret that the right-back position needs reinforcements as soon as possible. That's it tonight for Slight Gospel Lumos. Before we move on to the next topic, Mark will just give us an insight into Edward's situation at Celtic at the moment. Mark? West Ham will be cloud with Edward's agent availability, but Edward, it's a part they got keen in the move. The group came out to Leicester, it also acquired his agent when he walked in that patch of Dakar, who needs a better player than Edward to be fearful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now there's no offers on the table, but Celtic will listen to quote unquote a significant offer. Arsenal see the player as a market replacement, he's no longer top of the top of the list. Crystal Palace were interested in asking Wayne if Christian Bentaf Benteki agrees an extension with him. After him and Fener Bashi opted for somebody another player rather than Benteki. But don't rule the uh, Crystal Palace for brighten out. Uh, Aston Villa and Brentford may offer an option if players leave, but it would be grateful for a player who'd be interested in such sides. Ten of interest of Napoli, Milan and Roma have got has gone after he was offered around Italy. And the French sides have been offered him, but there's no interest in him at all in France. So, do you think, Mark, he's he's um, he's highly rated uh, tag has been dropped maybe over last season? Seems to be, Paul. It doesn't seem to be. It doesn't seem to be. No. They did this time last year. No, because like. Two years ago, a year and a half ago, Mark, we had Chelsea, we had like some Manchester United being reported scouting him and and stuff like that before they went in, before United went in, got Cavani, they were sniffing around Edward as well, like, and I think he's, um, I mean, he's like, he's a new top goal scorer in Scottish, I mean, it's finishing top top goal scorer in Scotland, isn't he? Isn't he great feet? Although he's finished top goal scorer in Scotland, but if you were a scout, if you said to watch him, Paul, would you go back with glowing reports? No, not last season. You'll you, you obviously have to mention uh, his lack of effort marking games as well, wouldn't you? I mean, I was thinking that clubs would look at him and look at his past and say, look, you know there's a player there. Whatever the problem, you know that Celtic, you know there's still a good player in there. But it seems to be, I don't know, maybe, maybe his attitude has become a... An issue for him? Uh, uh, an issue for him, maybe he's got that kind of... Even his home country, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, really, well, that was really surprising because he had a really good reputation when he was playing the French. I was expecting him to be. I was expecting him to be in the, the Olympic squad uh, for France, and he was being. T- I, it was being said there to some that said they would miss him be for the qualifiers, and I was expecting then for him to be missing for the qualifiers, and then maybe being sold because he might have a good Olympics, but he's not even 
is the Olympics, man. So there's something really going on with Edward at the moment if things aren't looking at him. I still think he'll go, Paul. I still think, as I spoke about it last night, there's still a long way to go in the window. Yeah. You know like, what? People like to go in as a straight bit first choices in that. So Edward will be on list somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's the kind of thing, sir. I think it's a place he's not looking at West Ham like, because of all the teams that are, can interest him back. Uh, West Ham would be the destination I would go to. I, I just thought that as well. I don't know why you just fancy that. Maybe it's a move down to London as well, kind of. It's one of the big cities in the world. And, maybe mm-hmm. next, I mean, well, if he's home, if he's home to move to Leicester, I mean, for me, Leicester and West Ham are about the same level. Exactly. Yeah, and maybe. I think... Looking at West Ham, yes, they have like David Moyes has them well sorted out for next season. I mean, I think they've placed to come back as well. Like, and West Ham will be a strong team next season down down the Premier League under David Moyes again. Oh, definitely, they'll still be chasing European places now next season. They're getting to Europe this season, aren't they? Mm-hmm. The Europa League, yeah. And yeah. they were pushing for a Champions League spot for a long time. Yeah. A few points. That was when. Um, they were kind of drawn a few games when um, Antonio uh, got injured during last season, and they started to kind of dropping points when when he wasn't uh, when he wasn't playing. But it just shows Mark that you kind of need two good strikers in your ranks as well, doesn't this? You know, that in, in any team you need two good strikers. Uh, if you're, well, if you're only playing with one up front, you need two in your squad, but. No, two up front with us. But it's a weird one. It's like it wouldn't be interesting. Well, we've seen Ayer going to Brentford. As you said, Mark, that's a stepping stone. It's really just a stepping stone, like Van Dyke and everything. You know what I mean? And West Ham's a bigger, a bigger setup. Do you know what I mean? A bigger step up than Brentford is. Exactly. I think Edward even. You think if he's that constant, he's in ability. He's going to, he's going to top half team in the Premier League. Yeah, I don't understand why he's no keen in that. I don't. I, I, I really don't know, Mark. I mean, maybe West Ham can't offer him the wages maybe he wants. Do you know? Well, maybe, maybe it is down to the wages. Maybe they can, you know, because they can afford the transfer fee, but not the wages. Yeah, because those, those, two, those two boys, um, O'Sullivan and uh, David Gould, Mark, are two, they're two yeah, fools, uh, Chairmans as well, them like these fellas will kind of save every penny that they can as well, like these yeah. fellas, you know. Because I remember, oh, they don't, yeah. they don't spend money that they don't need to, like, they don't feel they're getting value for that money, exactly. Exactly, and I think that's one of the the best things that David Moyes did uh, last season. Like, he bought in players who weren't overly, overly expensive and did the job for them, like, you know, what I mean, like. We really did miss the boat, Mark, with uh, David Moyes, didn't we? Like, seeing what, what I saw of West Ham yesterday. Like, and I know his stakes were kind of down at that time when, when Celtic would link to him, Mark, because he was kind of in and out of jobs since the, the Manchester. But it just shows if David Moyes is in a settled club and he's left do what he wants to do, he's, he's one of the best managers out there. Oh, he'll succeed. Yeah. And I've spoken to you before, I've said it, Paul, it's like, if you're a manager of a team, you're sitting there, maybe not this week, if you're a manager of a team, say like Brentford, we're talking about the Iron Bunny Brentford, you're going to, when you're coming up against your 
these other Premier League teams, you're going to play football a certain way because you know mm-hmm. better than you. Exactly. And to me, like a good manager will see what he's got. And, I, I, and that's what Moy seems to do. He's done it here. Well, fair to his I remember he was at Everton, Mark, and I, I was told this about him, that uh, he'd look at the, the fixture list at the start of the season when he came out, and he kind of picked out games that he expected to win. And games he ex- and, and he kind of did up a tally of points that he wanted for the end of the season that would make everything kind of a mid a mid table, which he did every year. So he kind of Moyes would have had to, Chief Moyes had took over after Rodgers. Moyes would have kept the standards up at that level. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, maybe even more because see that even even as they call it the school of science, even when when they first launched, he got all these computer equipment and. Do you know what I mean? Started using the data kind of systems in that pool. And mm-hmm. they were part of that and helped nurture that and build that for everything. So he'd have just come in and carried on the, the standards of Rogers and actually, I think Moyes would have changed things in the background of them. And talking to you yesterday, Mark, I was talking to you yesterday, I was at your day, I was talking to you. You expected uh, Moyes to be, you actually had him done to have the job after the, the cup final day. It's when, when you wish you, you went to Mass then and you came back and hard Lennon had the job that time. When the final whistle blew, I said on my wee chat, what you do? That's right, that's, I need to go, I'm going to Mass. And you said, what do you think, what do you think of David Moyes, your new manager? And I said, oh, is he Because he told me before that Moyes was just waiting on the phone call for Dermot Desmond. Uh, he had spoke to him, but he was just waiting for the phone call to kind of go from the job officially. And I said, so you definitely get it. He was like, I, well, jobs are just meant to be if he wants it. And I went to Mass, and I was sitting there, I phoned Mass staff that one of the guys, I all came in and says, I'll put that in. And I was like, David Moyes, and they were like, no, he says, I've given you a win in it. And I couldn't believe it. Jesus. That, it was all down to Lord, that day, Mac. I said, even I've speaking to Mikey earlier on about it, to see anything, he tells me that I kind of, I take it as kind of gospel. It's the, if it's not right to spill on, it's just a wee bit. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's something to it, Mark, yeah. Well, it too tell me that Brendan Rogers was coming to Celtic. And that wow. guys, a lot of the guys on the forum had money on them quite early, early doors. There was a case at then, it was Brendan Rogers' job. I think, that's why, I think that's why they're all on the forum asking you to give them transfer targets so they can put a bet on <laughs> Tim Alloy says he said he won money out, he put money on Rogers, and another couple of guys said it just because, do you know what I mean, sir? But Ed too was saying about Moyes, I kind of thought that was going to be it. And also, mm-hmm. what I was saying there about people going about the way you played football and all about it, would lend, uh, like, nurture his game and change the way you play when he's at a club like Celtic, they're expected to be in the front foot. He's getting the best players in the league to work with and to play with. He's no good players, eh? aren't they quite the top of levels? You need to play a certain way to get results. You could come up here. Do you know what I mean? Level itself. I think you went to... I what happened to Moyes as well, Mark. He, he went to Manchester United at the wrong time. Straight after uh, Alex Fox and what this. It was, it was at the wrong time when players were at the end of their, their careers as well. You had really too far. And they were all coming to an end. They were well, like... Ferguson that pushed for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he should have been... A lot of people time at least, like you know. A lot of people said that was Ferguson kind of protecting his own legacy. Oh, probably could be back, yeah. Aye, because well, we know Ferguson's got a bit of an ego about him, but mm-hmm. plus as well, he's, he's still hanging about. For me, that's a kind of Peter Lowell thing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Ferguson's still hanging about Manchester United. 
to what I've heard, they still go a bit of a say in what goes on. Oh yeah, definitely, especially now with uh, all the kind of social they're with it. Yeah, definitely. Def- I don't. I wouldn't think you would have had that with Van Gaal or or Josie Marina, but with, with all the kind of social there, oh, like, I think Fox definitely has a hand in there. There are other clubs that's needing gut if they talk to Bolton man, man, you know that. Without doubt, without doubt, sure their fans aren't happy either with these. Uh, the Glaciers involved in those protests against Liverpool that time, Mark, of the Super League. Do you know what I mean? They, they could have shut down the they shut down the whole of Manchester like the fans did like that time. But like, you know, there have been protests against the Glaciers for years. Which is, mm-hmm. I think, the way they bought the club. They, they bought the club on... On debts or something like that. They, they bought money to buy the club and then use the club's money to pay back the debt. Uh, but, I mean, that's, I mean, that's crazy crazy figures we're talking about these kind of loans and bonds I think it is they actually call them Paul mm-hmm. but I mean Man United are still one of the top spending teams in the world they've spent over a billion pounds in the last so many years and that imagine what they would have to spend if they hadn't been exactly with that debt and that again gets back to Ferguson's ego because all that became became about where that racehorse that he fell out with the, the Coolmore Mafia about the Rocky yeah. Mountain that was what I mean, that's what kind of broke Man United. They went out of Ferguson, was they going? They were gone, and they did just go up to the Glazers. Jesus. So I think we'll move on from uh, from that. Uh, now we're moving on. We're going to talk about Celtic's demolition last against West Ham yesterday at Parkhead. As you know, uh, the game finished Celtic 2, West Ham uh, 6. Now, now we all know that this is the, the start of pre-season, we all knew that our defence wasn't good enough and young Welch and young, D- young Dane Murray came up against the striker who can turn defences, Mark, in, in the Premier League. Antonio on his day, Mark, when, when I watched uh, the Premier League, like, this guy, Mark, is, can turn any defenders, Mark, in. Absolutely. Feisty still at West Ham, to be honest. Yeah, and it came no surprise to me yesterday, Mark, how... He turned our young young defence. It, it was it wasn't something that I wasn't expecting. Do you know what I mean? Aye. You know, like this fella, Mark is. You could see the different class yesterday, Mark in in the Premier League team and Celtic really. Do you know? He's better players. They did better. So especially as we're talking about it, considering the defence that we've put together for it. I'm, I mean, I'd, I'd, people might be thinking I'm just making excuses now, right? I, I said. Pre-season games aren't that important. We did take a bumbling buzz a bit and some but doesn't it weigh that's going to be on defence going forward? So wait, no. That's what my point was, just move. And that's why... Wait that's to, why the, wait to see yeah. if the team runs out and, well, it's not going to change much for Tuesday or Wednesday, but wait to see what the team is next week against Hearts. The start, yeah. well, hopefully. Exactly. In the yeah, in the, but that's why I don't want to... We've got a right back in... Hopefully the more on Tuesday you get them training exactly speed for exactly so that's why I'm not going to kind of concentrate really Mark on on the likes of young Dan Murray like, the lad's only 19 Mark do you know what I mean he's still learning his trade like and off against Premier exactly like if anyone like that that poor boy was put in a position Mark when he should be put in a position really do you know what I mean like we're always saying the best thing about Mark is he has a pathway now he's in around the first team and he can learn on on the and I'm glad that a lot of the, a lot of the fans are only singling the young boy Murray out for a lot of the grief. Because no. before that, you can't, young players are going to make mistakes. 
Right, you mm-hmm. playing quite his second or third game for Celtic against a Premier League team. Right, fair dues is a friendly, but it's still the, the skill and the difference, as you say, shows through, Paul. Exactly. So you can't well, just blame like one guy, because that's what I've said. These young boys are going to make mistakes, but don't single them out, Dave. But, I mean, be, a lot of these things we kind of did with Ralston, I suppose, but mm-hmm. we've seen enough of him to know that he's not going to make it. You can't turn around and write up or that worry's never going to be a Celtic player because he got ripped apart off of West Ham yesterday. Exactly, Mark. Like, Laurie would have a good game uh, in the League Cup if we were playing the, the lower leagues in the League Cup so he can learn his trade there. Do you know what I mean? Like, like this, this, this is a it's a big ask like for putting a young fella up against a you would say a top class striker mark you know what I mean he'd learn from that mark yes exactly. he'll learn from it it'll be an experience for him probably I'd be more concerned no mark if Eshan was in there or Starfield was in there and they would be torn like that do you know what I mean but it's, I mean it's only so many games a young lad's played and he'll learn to play against a player that's a lot higher up than him yeah, exactly. Higher level. It's a learning curve for them. Uh, before we move on there, Campsy, it was Celtic uh, Colts team drew one all yesterday, I think, Mark, was it? They conceded a goal uh, kind of near the end, I think. Uh, so it was one all in the Celtic Colts team uh, yesterday. It's not turning out as easy as before, I don't know. Well, Mark, these fellas are... I say it's a tough league, Mark. These young fellas are going into as well. Like, in this, you know what I mean? They're, they're not going in there. Like, I've spoke about them. I've spoke about them. Yeah. They're barring that. Do you know what I mean? It's, these are precarious men, Paul, and young lads that are fit and maybe just not good enough to be the, like, at the upper level. But they're tough guys. I mean, they're all part time, so they're all working during the week. And exactly. That was one exactly. of the things about it. But, but to that same play, too, they've lost one and drew one. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody, myself included, thought that if we could keep up <coughs> the physicality, I think we kind of thought it was Celtic Rangers were just running walk down there. But exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly, Mark. It's really kids against men down there, really. And just tough enough. You know, that's a certainty. Um, one position, though, Mark, I, I had to single out yesterday, and look, it's sad. Like I have to say this about the player, but. Uh, I'm afraid that that Barca's role as a goalkeeper, Mark, in my opinion, like Barca's needs to be sold. Uh, Definitely. No looking good. I mean, we've all come and said that you think there's a keeper in there, but it just, again, Paul, from what I've seen it yesterday, just, mm-hmm. just nothing. It just, again, they, didn't they look as if he was confident? Didn't they? He'll end up, Mark, I think if he stays and and, and if he's, he's a, a number one keeper, for next season, Mark, he's going to end up one of our worst signings, our, our worst goalkeepers in our history, Mark. The, 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 way, the, way, the way he's going, like I picked out a few teams about his goalkeeper and things, Mark, and I go through them there in a few, in a few minutes, but he, he, he doesn't seem to be improving, Mark. He just seems to be making these same mistakes over basic, and over again. Basic errors again and again. It's uh I've stuck up for him I spoke to Mikey earlier on as well about him and we can't defend him any better we can't there's nothing we can say that's not been said but he's not doing he's not doing anything to make it well he made a mistake yesterday right he made a save yesterday right and the the Celtic fans that were in the stadium started cheering Mark that that Barkas made a save but 
but when you look at the match and you see that they say that was an early sign that there was going to be a mistake coming and I go through that like how that mistake what but that save was actually a, a, it was a mistake really Mark do you mean because his position again for all, all that uh, that 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 save Mark was all wrong like he had the whole open goal again opened for him and, and if Antonio saw that open goal right it was a goal only for he he did he just hit the ball straight at Barkas but it any I think Antonio Mark if pre-season if that was in the Premier League Mark that 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 was a goal do you know what I mean so there was there was all these signs there so um, the first day from from Barkas uh, some 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 said it was amazing. Actually, there was actually warning signs to come. Antonio went through clean in the third minute, and didn't realise that he he could essentially knock the ball into an empty net on Barkas's left hand side. Bark was so central here that he didn't narrow the angle. Same error for the back by Barkas again, which he conceded goals. The first the first goal Barkas position is that he was so central that he never knew where he was between his post, the, the post on his left was so open that it, it was easy for Antonio to, to just tap in the ball. Looking at it again, Barkas isn't aware where his positioning should be between the post and he's, he, he doesn't narrow the angles. One and one duels between a keeper and a striker are, are tough for board players. But when the keeper comes out, he has to narrow the angle with his positioning and make himself big. The only option then for a striker is to try and go around the keeper, and this will give the keeper an advantage or a chance to smother the ball or push the striker even farther wide to make it even harder for the striker to score. Barkas doesn't do neither of these in the goal yesterday, and because his position is all wrong, he left his near post wide open for Antonio to clear the goal. So, like, not only Mark, but like, as I look more and more into him, like, uh, on the last podcast, I question his position again, Mark, do you know what I mean? And he's able to read the ball, but I don't think Barkas is actually, because he did come into a goalkeeper late, do you know what I mean? Mike, you know? Yeah, I saw his YouTube videos, probably was a Greek internationalist and things like that, you don't. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, like it's like I don't. It's hard to explain what I'm trying to say. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you don't get caps for Greece if you're terrible. Mhm. But something seems to have fallen, Mark, since he came to Celtic. My, you know, I mean, was he not under this pressure, Mark, in Greece? Do you know, because when I was listening to to um. Paki Bonner uh, last season, Paki Bonner said that the Greece teams, Mark, are good defenders. I mean, they are defensive teams in Greece, and their keepers really, Mark, aren't really under that that, that much pressure. But you know, so your keepers don't have usually under that much pressure, Paul. No, and he's still conceding these. That's what I mean. Goals, Mark, do you know what I mean? I mean, Mister Danger, lucky if well, in normal circumstances, you're lucky if Celtic have like if get two or three shots on goal against them during a game. So they keep Celtic's keeper, they spend a lot of time, like, no, really no doing anything. Do you get what I mean? Because they're always, the most of the time, they're always up the other end of the park trying to, like, trying to win the game. So you can't really say that he's 
just because there's, there's not that many shots in against him. Do you get what I'm saying? Cause exactly. He, uh, you can't say because he's not that many shots, that's made him look, look a better keeper. But, I don't know, is, is he not able to adjust to Scottish football, Mark, do you think? Because like, when I was looking at Mark, he seems to be getting worse and worse. And when I'm looking through the lines, it, like, like he was so central, Mark, for, for the goals yesterday. Like, Jesus, like he's left posters. You could get a bus through there. Do you know what I mean? You're saying, is it, uh, is it the Scottish game? Well, how does that kind of excuse what he done in uh, midweek here against me? No, it doesn't. It doesn't, like. And is that one? I, mean, I know I said at the time. That, that was one of the biggest blunders, Mark. I saw from a goalkeeper yeah, the last time, like, you know. The minute you watch it, the mere, you just realise how. Just, you can't believe that he missed it. You like, even. Even, like, Mark, you, you question if he was. You'd be able to have some answers, Mark, if he was a small keeper, do you know what I mean? But Barkas is a big lad, Mark, do you know what I mean? He's a big guy. He should be making himself a bit of a, a bit of a wall, Mark, in front of the goal, like the side of him, like make. But he doesn't, even when I saw him come out, Mark, he, he keeps his hands kind of down by his sides, like he makes himself smaller when he when he's coming out, it looks like, do you know what I mean? Like you had Casper uh, Schmeichel there, Mark, in the, the Europe Championships, Mark, and that's how he made him say, and Casper Smythe is not a big lad, I'm marking height wise. Do you know what I mean? Casper Smythe is a small lad, he, well, he made himself like a one. That's Do you know what I mean? He learned that from his dad, didn't he? Peter Smythe yeah. was kind of first person, kind of keeper to do that, come out and spread yourself up. Yeah, spread yourself, yeah. But when I'm looking at Barker's mark, he seems to tuck himself in or something like that, like, do you know what I mean? No. You know, you know, the more I see you, Mark, the, the more I, I actually get worried that if Celtic don't sign the keeper, Mark, like, um, we could be in serious trouble, Mark, conceding goals next season. Like, you know, it, 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 well, we've tried to back him up. You can't make excuses for him any longer. Because I was looking at Mark, like, I was thinking that because of the first goal, Mark, uh, against, the, the goal against Minchin, that he wasn't there to read the flies the ball. And I was saying that, then that, that's going to affect his positioning. But then when I saw the game yesterday, Mark, it's like he's not able to read the game. And he doesn't know where his surroundings are. Do you get me? Aye, I know. Not like, what you're saying. He didn't have a word of where his fucking near post was, Mark. Do uh, you know what I mean? That's what we were saying the other night. Did you think it was maybe going by? Yeah. If it is, it's up to the keeper to know exactly. Know where your post is. Yeah, exactly. And it's like he didn't know. And that's all come down to. But that's basic. I mean, that's basic for a goalkeeper, Paul. Mark, I'm be, I, I said on the forum, does it take a drink there? I played in goal back since I was 12, up to 32, I've retired now, thankfully, thank God, <laughs> Jesus Christ, if I came out of retirement now, Veronica would pack her bags and she'd be gone, <laughs> but I, I was trained by this amateur keeper, Mark, he, he's dead since the poor man uh, committed suicide uh, many years ago, it's all issues, but this fella, Mark, was one of the best amateur keepers I saw. This fella's about six foot seven, Mark, right? And he trained me since I was 12, already. And I, I used to walk with him all until I was about 18. Then we started going off the bandwagons and our standards kind of dropped. Then I was 18. But, Mark, the first things he taught me, Mark, was my positioning. Do you know what I mean? How to, how to read a penalty, Mark. How to position myself for a corner. How to position myself. Across simple things, Mark. Do you get me? The basic stuff. And that can't stick with you, Mark. So that's what I was thinking, Mark, that 
maybe because Barkas came into being a goalkeeper so late, Mark, is he at a disadvantage actually in learning these basic things when you're keeper? But Paul would end up being a geek international offender. That's it. That's what, I'm, that's what I was trying to say earlier on, even though he was late coming in. You still wouldn't get to the kind of levels if you weren't up to standard. Yeah, I think it's really... Just hold on two seconds, Paul. Let me get my phone. Sorry, would you go, Paul? Just connected. I really can't put sense to it, Mark. Like because Celtic always, we really produced good goalkeepers, Mark. We did have good goalkeepers all the years, like you know what I mean. And Barkas just doesn't fit it. Do you know what I mean? He just doesn't fit a goalkeeper position for me. And I think we have to go with Bain against me time. And that's saying something, Mark. I really do think we have to go with Bain. Has that? You know, I like. Hazard. I don't know what the Hazard. 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 It doesn't work out at certain football clubs or certain players, no matter how good they are or how bad they are. And, um, well, when you go, Mikey, sorry. Just like he says, it's, he's had a chance now. He likes to say, the way back what end last season, give him a good three season, like take it for there. And it's, like I say, it's obviously just not working out for the guy. So, like I say, it's, it's, it's quite clear that it's, it's just time to move on. And, and that guy praised him in one of the pre season games. That uh, when I saw him come out the box, clear, and and, and I praised him like, but if then the if he does move on, yeah, if he does move on, keep an eye on him. But he'll go to some other team and do well. That's it. Like he's saying, sometimes moves just don't. That doesn't work out. That's where that's kind of turned into for us. It's just no going to work out. I think, Mark, that. Barkas is constant now, Mark, is as a sole law, Mark, and for him to make those mistakes, Mark, I don't think he's going to recover, you know, because the key was all about confidence, Mark, and I think his, his, his confidence is gone, Mark, and it continued just, it just continued from the Michelin game, Mark, and I stuck up for him, Mark, I said, Ange will have to play him against West Ham to give him a confidence boost, but after seeing these goals, Mark, we can't risk Especially, Mark, with these young lads in front of him, we can't risk that against against Michelin. Definitely not. It's probably the choice of goalkeeper. Well, we've not really got much of a choice for oh. centre-backs on Tuesday Wednesday. But the choice of the goalkeeper is, is, is crucial. It's that kind of idea. Yeah, it is, Mark. It's, it's weak at centre-back because of... I think, Mark, this... I think this... Goalkeeper. I think the goalkeeper's position, Mark, is... Has to be up there at a, at a high. Do you know what I mean? Because it's definitely a position back. Like we could always push somebody in that right back for the time being till we get some. But the goalkeeper position back definitely needs to. Because back, I know for a fact that Meachland are going to attack him next next Wednesday, and he will be a target. Like we even saw that uh, in the last moment. So the Meachland game back, they were targeting Barkas in, in in the corners. Well, what they need to do is. 
Dundee left their right against Ralston and get it in the box, down Barkas's throat and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, as to me, you watch that, you look at the Celtic team and Mikey maybe agree, but that's like a basic way to beat Celtic, you know, would you say that, Mikey? Yeah, like I say, it's not hard. Like I say, you just need to... That's what, that's like I said last week, even the same goes for Michelin. They're rotten at the back. Mm-hmm. So the way to beat them easy is just a touch. Which is, we're that bad at the back ourselves. We're at the point now where we just need to try and outscore yeah. whoever we're playing. It's as simple as that. that, that that's where it is, Mark. I think that's because I think we will concede at least one or two goals next next week. And I think we're actually lucky that uh, the the Ray goal isn't. Uh, I think that could be a turn out to be a bit of a blessing in disguise that they've done it, it for us. You know, and I don't know what the situation Mark is with Hazard because he wasn't on the bench yesterday. Like, so I don't know is he moving closer to a deal with Dundee or have you heard, heard anything about that? Oh, you know, Dundee were meant to be. What number? I read something. Did uh, you know? You know, look at somebody else as well. Mm-hmm. That better than me. Was this, was this Dundee in for Hazard? Did you say? Aye. Again, nothing against the guy in that, but it would surprise me if Dundee... I mean, they've had him on loan, so maybe they've seen it, something in him that they want him back, but I can only go on for what I've seen him at Celtic, and I think he's god-awful, like this, as, as a goalkeeper. And I see, even in one of the pre-season games that I've seen recently, I just look... Like, how's well that doesn't uh, comfortable uh, coming out taking the ball? I don't like you, like, he's asked, has a... Hazard will be known because he saved those penalties in the cup fight, but if you actually look at that match, Mark, how many times it has dropped the ball in the corner? Made or slap it, it's like, do you know what I mean? He did make a lot of mistakes as well, which you, can't, you put down to youth, but these players, I've said it before, Paul, it seems to be just sitting at Celtic, they should be in loan learning. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have great Hazard, Mikey's saying he doesn't rate him at all and that, and again, he's probably another one that's been back away. Exactly. He's no getting the, the right He's not getting the right kind of nurturing to move him forward. That's it. So, Mark, uh, uh, do, do we need to call out maybe Stevie Woods here in this? Like, that maybe our three keepers are bad. Like, do we need to fleshen up our goalkeeping department? Like, I know Stevie Woods is regarded, but sometimes, Mark, too, like your backroom staff can come stale. Do you get me? And it needs a, a different approach. Like, does. Does Stevie Woods need maybe need 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 questioning here, or maybe put aside what's going on with our keepers? That's that's a that's a tough shit. Well, you look at what Woods done for the likes of Fraser Foster and that as well. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, I know that. Yeah, but then, but you see the point I'm getting at, though. Like that's every department needs a freshening up, Mark. Do you know what I mean? I, you know, I've just been unlucky and landed a but like three a batch of dead woods at the one time kind of idea. Yeah, you know, because, like, we, like for, for, for a team like Celtic, like, to have three bad keepers, do you mean, like, one is not as good as the other, do you get me? Do you know what I mean? Ah, uh, you wouldn't... You know, even putting Bark has... Pick to pick the best. Yeah, even putting Bain in next week, Mark, and, and, and for me to say that, Mark, is even giving me shivers to, to say, like, we, we need Bain in goal fucking next week, like, do you know what I mean? You know? I mean, well, I think it's for just saying we've all stuck up for Barkis but it's time to we don't know there's no it's just it's not going to work out we need to move quick we need to make you say somebody out there will give us three and a half four 
pound for him. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. he's just, I uh, will be lucky to get anyone. Well, Jill's saying, well, he's that AK Atkins, what, 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 looking at him again, weren't they? But they, they were looking at him at maybe a loan deal, weren't they? Oh, AK Atkins, not how good he is, because he did play that well for them. That's where he's made his name, is he? Yeah. They obviously know what they're getting, but like I said, they demanded whatever fee they got for him, so we need to recoup at least three quarters of that back. Because, Mark, that was the deal at that time with the enchanter, I said, didn't it, Mark? Before we move on to that, right, we're talking about how moves and that don't just don't work out. Would you say Fraser Foster's move to Southampton's worked out? No, definitely not. You know what I mean? No, definitely not. So, you know? And we're, we're arguing over whether we should try and sign him back. This is a guy that's moved to England and basically failed in England. Well, Southampton fans actually. And, he, and, and he went down to England. Southampton fans and other, like all the other English sites are going through that. People suggest him. And even when he went to Southampton at first, why did we not get from him? And nobody in England really rates Foster. No, and and uh, and one stage mark went. The reason he went down there is because he wanted to be uh, in England uh, number one. That time when he went down, that, that was his move back to England. Sure, that was one of his main reasons. And that was you know? that goalkeeper. Yeah. I exactly. don't rate that Pickford at all really either but so even at that Foster had a chance to get down there and prove himself to be England's number one and didn't he take England, England haven't had a, a, a good, good goalkeeper match since uh, David Seaman uh, no. what, what they are doing David Seaman was another another key, like Joe. I don't think we're going to see a keeper marker as tough as we did in the 90s, like Sassim and Schmeichel. You had Neville Sohan, who was another tough keeper back then when I, when I was growing up. Like These were big keepers, Mark, who would throw themselves on the line, Mark, even if they got injured. But the keepers know, Mark, they don't want to do that. They don't want to get injured, you know what I mean? It's, it's a different style of keeper, really, now, isn't it? Even the all these new, younger keepers that have come through, I think it was even De Gea that started it. I've just kicked that poser and posture and on the park and things like that. It was really but the Barcelona team, Mark, that changed the goalkeeper role, aren't it? And even the way, even the way they kick the ball, they kick the ball, mm-hmm. you fancy swings of that. Just, and it's all for camera and all for show. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. kind of a thing with modern goalkeepers. Was he Scottish? Was he never so hard? No. Well, Welch, Welch, Welch. He was some keeper, wasn't he? So hard. Well, going back to Fraser Foster when he went to Southampton to be that he would have ended up being England number one if he stayed at Celtic. Okay. He was already in England, England team knocking on the door, so he just needed to buy these things. But uh, I don't know if anybody else agrees with that, and it, it just came to me there. And I remember it because a lot of people didn't like Rab Douglas back at Celtic. But I actually, when we were on that Seville run back in the day, if it wasn't for Rab Douglas and a lot of the games, we would have been well, but um, obviously Rab Douglas would be there as well. but Remember when we signed Magnus Hedman? Remember the Swedish number one mm-hmm. uh, down in the Premier League, and he was one of the most sought after goalkeepers as well. And he came up as well, and he can hack it at Settle either. It's just some, some players, Mark, just, just can't hack uh, the, the Scottish game. I, I, I think that's. Some players, some, but Mikey said, there are some transfers just don't work. Doesn't matter. I mean, even top players. Like move, make moves, and it's just no worked out for them. Look at Kurt Martin when he went to Chelsea. Yeah, it didn't work out. Sure, he was hot. He was on the hardest prospect Denmark after just winning the league with Blackburn. Yeah. That time, sure, weren't they, Blackburn? If you look through, there's, oh, there'll be there's loads of them. The transfers that you think that's some signing, and then it just doesn't work out for one reason or another. 
in terms of well, that's where Barkis has fell into. Time to Chris Sutton scored one goal for Chelsea in 30 games. Jesus. So, I shows you how bad. People will say, well, you never got a chance at Chelsea. Well, my main concern is that... 30 games, plenty of chances out there. Do you think Ange sees this, what we're seeing with Barkas? You know, do you think he knows maybe we need a new keeper? I'd be disappointed if he does, isn't he, Paul? You know, you would, considering what... What we're kind of learning from him, Mark, do you know what I mean? You well, know, I, I kind of think, well, there was a talkie, uh, Barkas came back to Greece alone, and then it wasn't, and he spoke to Ange, and he was ready to win and stay at Celtic and fight for his place, and Ange was happy with him, the way he'd been training that. But he's still making these basic mistakes in games. Mm-hmm. And we're lucky like that. These mistakes are in pre-season, Mac, but when then he makes his first game then in the competition football, again, he, he's making this freaking big, huge error that, for me, like, is one of the basic things that keeper needs to do, Mark, and which it could do, Mark, it could cost us the tie, do you know what I mean? We don't get through this for this round, for this round, although people going about the board, no buying players and no doing this, for me, if we don't get through for this round, the blame... Beaton and Barkas are the blame. Barkas. Definitely. Because if, if we'd stayed with 11 men on the park uh, on Tuesday night there, we'd have scored more goals, Paul, and been quite comfortable in earlier. Even mm-hmm. if even if we'd kept the 11 men on the park, even if allowing for Barca's making that mistake, we were maybe going out there with a 3-1 lead. We would have went out, we would have, we would have got a goal, I remember, because been, we, we took off our main threat, like, didn't we? That was the thing, is, that's what I'm saying, we re-jigged the full team, we lost our main threat, all because he beat on. Mm-hmm. Even allowing for the Barca's mistake, if we still had 11 men on the park, we would have scored a couple more goals, I think, and we'd, have been, we'd still have been getting Barca's pelters because of the mistake. Sorry, but you know, that we're comfortable. Sorry, there, lads. I will have no one on the live chat dissing Packy Bonner, so I won't have that. I'll ban if I see dissing Packy Bonner. Packy, <laughs> Jesus, lads. That's not where we want to get ready, McGregor. <laughs> I just want to pick up something there. I was speaking to Mark earlier. I don't know. I missed the start of the podcast because I was busy. Um, me and Mark were talking about a guy that set up, I suppose, and made a bid for her, that Aurelio Buta, the Portuguese right back. So it just came through there that Royal Antwerp have rejected Settle's offer. So Royal Antwerp have said they want 3.5 million euros. Celtic bid in 2.1 or something like that. Yeah. It's, 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 what are then as a football club? They're just part of this parasite, too. Like you said, when it's coming to like transfer season now. But that's what, what that, that's what Barry was saying. Like if if they named it a price mark and it's within Celtic's budget, just go and bid that price and get the player. That's what I say to Mikey. You can under, yeah. Well, everybody's trying to get players for as cheap as you can. But if a club's come out and says we want four million for him, well three and a half million euros or whatever, you don't get with poor low ball because we well, we moan about teams doing that Newcastle with their bids for iron things like that. I remember they're wanting four million euros, but again we don't know three point two is an opening bid. Do you get what I mean? You're just exactly. and maybe eventually they'll haggle it down and you'll maybe get them for three point eight, three point six, which isn't a lot of money. But not not one point five million. 
begin with a low ball bid, they're maybe struggling for a bit of money, just see how the, how the ground lies in that kind of thing. Because it's a murky, murky world, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I could get you him for, did he find four million a day, I could maybe get you him for two and a half months, you give me half a million. That's it, like, yeah, just, Aye, especially yeah, instead of giving them, instead of giving them the three million mark, give me one million out of an interest. I mean, Mikey you know? really rates this young lad, didn't you, Mikey? Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, again, he's only he's one. He's a Portuguese lad, Mikey, yeah, he's a young Portuguese, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, like I said, he's got loads and loads of cups at every level of playing for Portugal. Like I said, he came through Benfica, again, they've supplied some of the best talent in the last Eighty years to football, like he says, he he was up against it. Ben Pique moved to Belgium, saw a better league than us probably, and like he says, he's a standard player for them. And the fact that they came in and says we want three and a half million euros to take him, and they've offered two point one, it's it's getting back to the John McGinn thing again, yeah. Mhm. So, I mean, because it's, it's greed. That's all. It's like Celtic the first when they laughed at Newcastle bidding eight million, they got a thirteen and a half million for Ayer with only a year left on his contract. This guy's not under contract for another three years. You know what I mean? Just get the money paid. Because it's, it's, it's right back. Have you seen who we've got playing at right back just now? They watch the West Ham game. They're screaming, screaming for the right back. <laughs> That's what I mean. Then. I mean, I've said we can get by with Taylor, maybe the odd game of Scotland. Yeah. But Ralston just, nah. Ralston need to. Because what I was reading... Uh, the, when I was doing up the, the North Earth yesterday and, and I was listening to um, Ange's uh, pre-match conference and he said that our defenders were concentrating more on the way he wanted to play and tried more to, to do what he, you know, like tried to do the way he wanted to play things back, the fast-moving football and that that affected them because they, they, they didn't do their duty then of, of defending but that's just shown to me, Mark, that the likes of Taylor and Madison can't play under Andrew's way if they're too much concentrating on moving the ball fast, Mark. They're not able to defend because they're not concentrating on, on, on their defending. That's what the way Andrew was kind of putting it yesterday. Like he was saying, like, uh, we were concentrating more on the way I wanted to play and we forgot how to defend. Do you know what I mean? That's just saying like that Madison and, and Taylor, Mark, I'm going to fish the way Ange wants to play this fast. Remember I was saying, Mark, that he wants to play the fast-moving football, two touches at the back, straight out to the midfield, Mark. And they're not going to do it, Mark, uh, Taylor Madsen. He said the defence, so you've got to include Welsh in the game. Oh, definitely. The reason I didn't want to put them in, Mark, because they were young. If Ange is saying the defence didn't do this, you've got to put them in. I know mm-hmm. being young is an excuse kind of idea, but if you're forcing and blame, you've got to blame the full defence. Yeah, but then like, that's just showing them like, that these players aren't able to play under Ange the way he wants them to play. Do you know what I don't think, I don't know, when he says they can't play under him, Paul, maybe just take a bit more time for them to adapt to it. But I don't see any of these players that started in our defence yesterday as being a first choice. No, no, and I think. Welsh, I don't see. Where, I, I know, I, I think Mark mentioned. I've And I think Mark, I've seen it now, and I have to agree, yeah. Welsh still has a lot to learn the game. Do you know what I mean? And if he he get crucified, Mark, if he makes mistakes in in, in the league, and it's going to hammer a young Welsh is still a year or two, Mark, to be a top a top defender. I think you know. 
if he keeps going the way he's going, working with Ancho, he'll become a great defender for us and probably with England we'll get plenty of money for him. Mm-hmm. I don't see any day for defender just that he's been a first choice for us. No, and even perhaps in the League Cup draw. Exactly. And do we? Ah, uh, Buzz has just put it in the live chat there. Jesus, that's another tough one back into. You know, but well, a hard—that's a hard game to uh, start with. With treble on isn't it? It give you. It's not going to give you confidence really going into the Michelin game, knowing that you're going to have Radisson, maybe Barkas, Welch, Young Day, Murray, and Taylor in that backline, is it? You know. I don't know. Could maybe. Somebody we could even go to like five at the back. Maybe I, give him cover there. I just don't think he'd. I just don't think Mark. I just don't think he'd go further at the back against this mob. Honestly, they're seriously a bad side. Well, that's what I said before the first leg as well, making it. If see if we can keep it in their half. So well, maybe do we do something like that? Maybe what Olegon Associate does, Mark. He puts two defensive midfielders in front of him, so we can put maybe. Leave Sean Zora in there to give him some protection there. I maybe do something like that. But whatever way you set it up, you need to make sure that defence is protected. Definitely, Mark. It definitely needs protection, Mark, because there is goals there to be to, to be taken if Meachland oh, actually attack the goal, like isn't it? I'm confident that we'll get there and score. I'm not worried. I'm, I'm, that would say the things, Paul. I'm not worrying about that. No, that's it. That's worrying. It's more the other side. You're like, I'd no issues yesterday. I'd no issues yesterday with the attack. And like, yesterday again, we saw Callum McGregor, like, a different player altogether, Mark. Like, up around their box and everything. Like, his goal was a cracker, like, it was all Callum Mark of, of years years ago. That's a belt and he scored. You know, and even Christie again, Mark. Like, Christie was brilliant again yesterday. And but if Christie actually wanted to stay, and signed a contract, Mark. I think he could be a great player on the hands, Christie. You know, I really do. But it's all coming down, Mark. If Christie actually does want to stay, that's that's the problem, isn't it? If Christie actually does want to stay. Oh, we know that he didn't. He? Yeah. If he did, he'd have signed a contract, you know. That's the problem, Mark, because the contract isn't signed. So you know, until until he signs a new contract, and shows, but I agree with you. His He's turned up with the last couple of games, probably. And yeah, he has the fairest to know. And unless and, he signs a new contract and comes out and I, I, says he wants to stay I, here, man. I am yeah. coming out with any like birthday card nonsense. No, I mean even if it's even if he comes out and says, look, I've done a look about, and nothing's actually out there that I'm better off where I'm at. Fair dues then sign a new contract and knuckle knuckle down and get back to the player that you were. Because like when like like when you were saying like that he's being linked to Saudi Arabia, like Celtic are bigger than than than, than the club in Saudi Arabia, like that's just money, and that's all it is, it's just money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sign the deal to Celtic or move on. Yeah, it's, 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 it's as simple as that. I mean, I don't know. like guy like the younger Eo Helder, that's the way that leader wanted him, and that Celtic offered them improved terms. If he doesn't want to be here, then move him on. You know what I mean? Like he says, it's part. Like, I'm just sick of players that sell it. Like there seems to be more that want to be away than actually be at, be at the club. Just move them, move them and on. And that's and that's that's to make it on, Mark, because yeah, that's affect morale in the team as well. Of course it does, Mark. Because it's doing it. It's the newspapers, it's clickbait websites. But we 
we all as a kind of, although we, we all sit and do that, that's a lot of garbage, but folk, we're still reading it and putting that, it's putting that seed of doubt in your head. So players will say stuff and think, well, what's, what's he doing? don't want to be here, why is he still... Because, like, if you're a player, Mark, and... Uh, and, and, I, and I'm going to put a yes and good this in here. Like if you're if you're two of those players, Mark, and you see Edward getting the game before you, a player who wants to leave Celtic, like that's going to piss you off as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why is he getting the game? And I, I'm the one who wants to, who's committed to the club. Oh, exactly. And then, and it's it's just come down to how depleted our our, our squad is at the moment, Mark. That we have to depend on on players who actually don't want to be here. Because I think, Mark, if Oyo didn't move on uh, last week, Mark, Oyo would have been playing the beach line game, I said. Do you know? No, I think he'd been training or anything, Paul. He'd been injured. Or apparently injured. Apparently, yeah, exactly. That's, Do you know what I mean? I don't think even if Oyo had still been here, he would have played against Mitchelland. Mm-hmm. I don't think any intentions ever really. <laughs> no. No, but like until Christie gives us this contract, Mark, he, he's still a player, Mark, who wants to wait from Celtic. Like, and it's just like I know he's played well, and you can't diss him that, Mark. But as you said, like it's, it has to affect morale within the team. Like if a player's getting a game and who doesn't want to be there, do you know what I mean? Maybe Christie's playing good, Mark, because he wants to move away, and then we're benefiting Christie. Do you know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's, why has it been dragging on so long as well? We we can't. Yeah. We spoke about Edward there earlier on. I don't know if Mikey was on at the time, Mikey. I read out what I told you there about Yeah, yeah. But if Christy and Edward and that, if they don't want to be there, why why is it dragging on so long to get, even get rid of players? Celtic, yeah. Celtic have dealt their agents what they want. It's up to their agent to go there and find a deal that Celtic are willing to take. And I think she's with Edward, and if Christy going to Saudi Arabia, it's the same. I mean... Does that not tell you that nobody's want, really wanting Christie? Exactly. I just think, Mark, they're, they're playing Celtic now, Mark, for a bigger move to, to suit them, which shouldn't be the way, Mark. Celtic shouldn't be suiting players who want the bigger move. It should be the best move for the club. Well, well, Do you know what I mean? I've had my say before about this talk about Edward signing a year's contract. Mm-hmm. I, I would never accept that. Mm-hmm. It would be, be just one of the stupidest things that Celtic could do. One of the stupidest things stupidest thing Dominic McKay could do just be back to square one next season Mark do you know what I mean unless Edward Mark is going to sign a three year contract which he won't no, do you know what I mean that's what I've said to that previous yeah time. Paul if you're yeah. if they want to sign a new contract with Celtic there it is three or four years on next year but don't tell look three or four year contract but if you want to move next year, we'll look at it again and you can move on. But we've got that contract that's going to guarantee we're getting more money for you because of that contract. I think what annoys me with the other supporters just now, and especially with Christie, is a lot of them saying, oh, well, we should have had him tied up on a contract. And but he didn't want to sign the contract. He didn't want to sign it. He didn't, he already, and this yeah. is what I mean, I've argued with people in the past about this regarding Christie. And oh, yeah. he's never came out and said it. His dad, an agent, have came out in the press and says he's no intention of signing a new deal at Celtic. He wants to move on. I mean, sure, his dad was keeping him for move for years, though. So for years, that, that's what he was. His dad was saying he like the way I was getting the pressure from his dad was saying that he's a better player than Celtic. Do you know what I mean? You know that's the impression I got from what his dad was saying that time that that Christie is too big for Celtic. Yeah, he's well at Celtic for eighteen months. 
That's it. Then, mm. then I say the dummy came at the pram, and he never wanted to even play for Celtic. And he's had a couple of good games in pre-season because he wants to move, and everybody wants him signed up now. Eh? I mean, I think the beatbox McCarney Mark uh, uh, has Tom Christie said. I think I, I might have done that, but what game was it? Uh, was it he scored or somebody else scored? And it was, it was if there was something scored. I'm talking about. But he didn't celebrate. I did, and the team nobody even really went over him or something like that. He didn't even. It was the same yesterday, Mark. But he didn't even celebrate yesterday. Really, when he got the goal, do you know what I mean? He, he didn't really. He would just walk, walk kind of back to the, the halfway line, like, do you know what I mean? You know? If these players don't want to be here, it's, get them out of the, the team. Mm-hmm. You know, if all you, what you're saying, Paul, maybe, again, Mikey mentioned to me earlier about cutting off my nose despite my face and things like that, but you've got to plan things going forward. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. right? What fans are sitting there thinking, right, I'll play here and we'll do this and we'll do that. Then next, on Monday morning, he comes up, home, gets a transfer, Christie's off. That was Andy's plans for the next couple of weeks into this area again. Exactly. Exactly. Um, just going back, like he says, about the plan thing, which sits the nail right on the head when we sell it, this, this especially at the start of the season. What's his name? Ayer was always moving. Exactly. They knew the they wanted. Now, so, how did they need to wait on Ayer leaving before they announced Starfield? They knew Ayer was leaving. They knew the money was coming in. Just get the transfers done. We could have had the hill defence. We could have had Buta in, Starfeld in, Josh Doig in, and probably another in for even less than what we got for Ayer. We could have had a decent defence going into this game. But instead we're going in with guys that should be near, near the first team. That's what, I'm t- you know that's, I mean? that's what I'm thinking, that maybe the board are still kind of short Ange, uh, not Ange, uh, Dominic McCoy, that the way things are done in, in, in the transfer market, Mark. I mean, that's why I think that we're, we're still a, kind of a bit slow to get these targets in, that we need uh, posi- the, need the players in for these positions. I think that the board are still doing a, a lot of things, Mark, that uh, Dominic still get used to the role. What could the board have done to get Kyogo in quicker? Nothing, really. I mean, he got duped, got duped to COVID, but... Starfield could have been signed uh, earlier, Mark, could he? Or while they're waiting for the money to come in, Mark, to, to see what... Oh, well, I'd, I'd, do you know what I mean? We don't know. I mean, the Starfield deal, it was the... the I've seen I know, I make you earlier, it was the Ruben Kazan president or something that came out and said the deal just waiting to be announced and it'll be a record deal. And that was their, their president or whatever it is, the chairman, whatever. He said that live on the telly in Russia. Mm-hmm. He'll, again... Was it Agents too, Mark, could be starting deals as well to get more money, do you know what I mean? That's what I'm going to say, it could be down to the agent, it could be down to any, it could be down to Celtic waiting to actually make the payment, do you know what I mean, actually send the money through to get the ball rolling, but it's just, it's not many... And Visa too, Mark, comes into effect as well, this year, don't they? There's many factors, this, this window that is kind of the first time we've had to deal with them. Mm-hmm. So, like next summer, well, we're hoping we'll be Celtic get a bit better run by the time next summer comes we've already got these plans in place but next summer they'll know that these, these deals will take maybe a, two weeks longer even though COVID's going to be the way we're still going to have to go through the work permit channel and the visas and things like that so again it's a problem Mackay's learning the CEO job of Celtic probably even this kind of stuff's just a learning curve for him to know it's, it's probably every club in the UK is the same now 
stuck with Brexit and get need to get visas for Brexit. Even I'd say that before, normally you, you, you don't do deal with the job in a plane and the next thing you were getting... Exactly, don't do it, wouldn't do it, don't want to play in the room within 48 hours, like, those days are gone, like, aren't they? It never happened much with Celtic, but it's, it's, it's just a change, the changes in the world now are even affecting, like, football transfers and things like that. The team that caught more you yesterday was, uh, yes, he wasn't even on the bench. You know, I wonder, is he injured or did he need a rest or is the concern in the market? Oh. If, if a yes, he is injured kind of early in the, in the pre-season? I saw something on Twitter about it, Paul, that he just had a bit of a knock, but it was nothing serious. Yeah, don't take that as gospel, it was just something I read on Twitter, I don't, it wasn't any kind of reliable source or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was weird that that Leo held, defender held, Templer. I thought it was weird that he was on the bench. Yeah, because there, there is talks ongoing with Leeds. I you know Celtic did offer a new contract, like yourself and Monkey said, they're like, Celtic, do we know any situation on him? Does he Is he staying or is he gone? or? No heard anything else about it. You know, that's... It's kind of young lad either for... I mean... Leeds are, Leeds are a good team working under belts and that, you know, so mm-hmm. again, you'd like to think as well, but it's, see, like, if this was this time last year or six months ago, hell down the people. off. you get what I mean? Well, they went and moaned, but the chance, Leeds weren't even chasing them then. But you're hoping now that maybe, see, what we are, Janan's telling them, look, you'll get your chances, just follow, follow your plan, follow your path, mate. I'm hoping that that's going to trend. But the trend all these young players want in a way. Because mm-hmm. he'll be, uh, regret losing him. Maybe I think so, yeah. I think it. he's going to be, I think Marky will be a big player for any club in, in a year or two. Do you know what I mean? I think he, he, he'll be better than I Definitely. See that but, yesterday. How's Definitely. That, how's that guy at the back, Murray, getting a game ahead of Helga? See, I, I was thinking that as well. I've, I mean, I, don't that. Know. <laughs> I mean, no, we'll help that player, but we the championship, wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, John Hughes that says that he's like, but he didn't want to put too much pressure on the guy, but he was comparing him to like Van Dyke when he first seen him in the end. But he's played, uh, he's played X amount of games in the championship, so what you're saying, I mean, even though he's only 17, 18, it's got to be, he's very experienced even in. Uh, it's gone down to two, Mark. We we don't know what Andrews is, uh, is seeing in training either. Like, do you know I mean it's gone down? To, it's gone down to that really, like, isn't it? What Andrews like? I was saying, why didn't he play Yorahidi in, in centre back? Do you know what I mean? Like, why would you start him maybe on on the right or or, or in the centre or, or on uh, on 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 Wednesday or on new defender the young fella Ozanda Yorahidi? You know, he didn't really show me much really uh, yesterday in the match. I'd start uh, most of the guys over what's playing like this. I'd be playing ball and goalie and that over Ralston and that, like I said, the last time. Eh? Mm-hmm. Like this Ralston, like this, I think it's only Oster Coglin and Kennedy that obviously think that he's acceptable to play at right back. Like, uh, like he's. She was looking at you at the details in there. Right. Why is Lee Griffiths getting back in the squad after all oh, this carry And yet, well, he's still getting back. Exactly. He's injured. Bongoli's injured. Oh, I didn't know that, right? He came back, he came back with a knock. Yeah, Bongoli. Same to Mikey there. Why no try Bongoli 
do you know what, on the list, he's got more experience than that, but if he's injured, obviously that's the case, but I hope it's nothing to do with what happened last year that's getting held against the lad, know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, he's, uh, as far as I know, Mark, he's, he's still carrying a knock from uh, last year. Did he get a bad injury last season on loan, didn't he, near the end of the season? I know he got a bad injury and he came back and he played a few games then and then he kind of had a setback then again with the injury, so Balangor is actually still injured. Well, I still had him on the bench against Michelin in the first game, didn't they? That was, that's what I was thinking, he was on the bench. Yeah, well, that's true then, so like if you're fit for the bench... You're fit to play, really, aren't you? you yeah, know? I, I don't know, like you say, if um, I was talked about earlier or that, but obviously other information falling through now, but Griffiths getting booed at Parkhead and that. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just embarrassing, like, yeah, booing, booing players that are wearing the, the green and white. Uh, even, not right. booing, even not booing Griffiths, like, booing the young lad, Orkoff Flex, who came on for, for, for West Ham, like, like can you blame Ogofes from leaving the club, Mark, when he didn't get a run and he he didn't he, he had no pathway to the the Celtic first team? The young kid decided to leave for his sake, his future, and then for a young kid to come back to the Celtic in a pre-season getting bored, booed. It's it's really bad, like from the the Celtic support that were there yesterday. What's this? After the way the club's been run the last two years or so, Paul, I don't blame anybody for wanting to be Celtic. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have blamed Callum McGregor for wanting to be Celtic. Mm-hmm. So again, it was, I'm like to think that now McGregor, he's got the captaincy things like. That. I said before, I was surprised. I'm, I'm surprised that has he been bid for McGregor this summer after the performances in the Euros and things like. That. Even well, this, they could be like we don't know. Do you mean it's been early? Do you know what I mean? I think now, Paul, he's got the captain. Yeah. He's told the club that he's not interested in moving that kind of thing. Exactly. But so hopefully, Mc. That's kind of a sign that McGregor's seen things changing in the background. The things are getting a bit better and getting improving. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More than we do. If what's going on behind the scenes and maybe the training's probably a lot better. Things things like that. So, but uh, if four hands came in and had the chance to clean the slate with people, I wouldn't have blamed anybody if they'd wanted to clean themselves. No, exactly, Mark. Like, and to boo that young lad coming on, Mark. Do you know what I mean? I felt, I really felt bad for the young lad. Do you know what I mean? Because... He got a run there due to COVID, and that, and he wouldn't have got that run due to COVID, Mark. Do you know what I mean? He would have been in and around the first team, or if it was the the team had to isolate uh, John Deboy. I mean, this was probably not a young lad like Dembele, who was told, right, stay out, and you get another, you get your run in the in the squad next season, and it just didn't materialise. Do you know what I mean? Would you blame the young lad for leaving, Mark? Do you know what I mean? Well, definitely, no. You know, I mean, if you're if you're been bogged down in that most in the ten in a row and all that kind of thing and looking at the club. See but your your contract your you know your contract your season finished end of May or whatever and you're sitting there looking at your option Celtic that pull something out there last year and I'm off I'm taking another year of this it's just it's just a basically a joke Paul basically and you know what the worst a joke. Do you know what the worst thing is then Mark like she's not even gone down to the the West Ham youth team. He's been brought into their first team. Do you know what I mean? You know, like, I know, I know he's now probably going to play week in and week out, but he's already been shown a pathway mark that he's in around the first team and he'd learn within around the first team. Do you get me? But even though, even in the fact, uh, Paul, he's probably, wow, the manager knows I exist. Exactly. I mean, because for me, Neil Lennon, no interest in any of the youth players and trying to help them out. 
bring them on things. I think I was uh, just uh, one of the things he just kind of blanked. Had no interest whatsoever in. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think the Celt- just Celtic fans are so fickle, eh? Yeah. Like, just looking back, like, it's, it's okay to boo Griffiths, even though he's cleared any wrongdoing. It was okay to clap Iniesta and Javi off the park when they had a great game at Parkhead. It wasn't alright to boo Larson, because why should you boo Larson? He scored against Celtic in a, in a European game, playing for a different team. No allowed to boo him. No, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, there seems to be a lot of rules, like, for, like, like... <laughs> I it's going to put it's going to put uh, a, a negative uh, atmosphere around Parkhead if Griffiths plays Mark and every, uh, when he comes on if, and if he's half the stadium booing like it's going to put a negative atmosphere uh, around Celtic Park. And this if what they're booing a lot of players, I, am, I was like to ask, like, what is he getting booed for? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's that's true, right? Like, what what is he getting? Because he's not he's been cleared of any wrong then. So what's he getting booed for? It's just ignorance, eh? That's what that is. And but that's just think. going back to what what you said for Mark was saying. There, thing like this is this group of of fans, Mark, that need to have something negative about Celtic every single time. Do you know what I mean? You're like there there were some fans there, Mark, and they were trying to. Share Griffiths on and, and block out the booze, like, but it's still it's uncalled for to be booing a Celtic player who's the majority of modern. I, mean, I'm not, I don't like to use the word younger because some of the older guys are just as bad, but mm-hmm. always needs to be the negativity. Exactly. To be what's wrong. They never look at the good points, it's just what the bad points are. And like, what if Griffiths? Does come good next season, Mark. What if Griffiths gets us to God? Like, are they going to start booing him then? I, 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 I certainly wouldn't think so. You know? Uh, up to them. Yeah, like I said, if I was sitting at Parkhead yesterday, I spoke to Mark earlier about this, and there was guys booing things and that, I wouldn't uh, start quiet like it. I'd like, never accept booing Celtic players. No, I don't like There's it. Like Mark, that. No, it's not on, Mark. Celtic players through the years, I couldn't stick, but I've never in my mind think you booing them, do you get what I mean? Exactly. I, 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 just, I, I just I just don't understand this. Like, well, that hundreds and hundreds of times. And I would like I I've never ever seen it. Like, like I get over I get over booing the team, Mark, if the team played badly and they're coming off a half time boo the team. So that's different. I've done that. Do you I've know what I mean? Off it, yeah. I have done that. Sing it out a player is it's a step it's a step over the line, like in this, you know? I, it's not you know? 
Because, well, mean Celtic fans going about all the best fans in the world. But if, again, the mask slips and they let themselves down. Mm-hmm. So, moving on to, the, like, I know we spoke about this uh, with John, but we, we, we speak about Mike, you know, because it's getting close. It, it's, it's the build-up, like, and, and it's the game against Beachland. And, and, when, and, and it, it, it is really a must-win for Celtic to drop down to the, the Europa League. Now, if Celtic lose that, are we only your part together or are we, do we actually go into the qualifiers? I think we go into the qualifiers or do we drop down to the Conference League? Or? I think we drop down to that Conference League. Mm-hmm. I think Buzz is in the live chat. He probably knows better than me off the top of his head, but I think we could, we'll get a chance to get into, uh, down to that Conference League, King. Yeah, and it's the next one. Then if we lose that, then we drop down to the qualifiers, I think, in Europa League. Then if we did get through that and we played PSV... I think we go into the qualifiers then or something like that, like a, a playoff run or something like that. I think it's it's actually weird that there's so many different changes. It's it's, it's very hard to kind of to, to keep track of this, but that that is going to be our backline. I think it's, it's going to be Madison, uh, Welch, Murray, uh, and Taylor because they we, we said it back that kind of whoever starts the game against West Ham, it's more likely going to be the game on Wednesday, isn't it? Uh, I think that will be, for me it's good to it'll be the same start in eleven. Unless it's dope uh Barkas. Mikey, do you think maybe he'd drop Barkas for Bain or do you think Barkas will be given the, the go ahead? I think Barkas will be given the go ahead, I think. Barkas, like you say, I still think he's the best at the three, so I still go on. Which doesn't say much for the other two. Really doesn't, like don't so does it Mark? No. Do you know what I mean if you have to put Barkas in goals like Jesus, like he really does, like, you know what I mean? It's like asking what boy you want it kicked on. Yeah. I mean, do you want kicked in your right boy or your left ball? Doesn't he? There's best sword, you know what I mean? The best name our right keeper starts for is, it's going to be a kind of nerve-jangling experience. But what do we do to protect that back line then? Like, if we have that back line, I mean, what can Celtic do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is Zara going to protect him on his own, or do we do like something like I said, maybe put Liam Sean in there and maybe sacrifice another attacker? You know, or is that the way to go? Like Mikey said, attack him, get the goals, but then I still can see us concede goals as well, and will we actually concede? Go for it. Yeah. As we saw, Mike Beef said that Mikey said that they weren't that good a team. We should have beat them. And I said before the first game, keep them in the rain half, keep us on the front foot and them in the back. That way the defence isn't going to be in, 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 under any pressure or any pressure. So I go there, attack them for the get go, and see if we go 2 0 up, then start to think about reading. Close and shop up, yeah. And maybe then bring on maybe Liam Shaw then and, and shut up shop then, Mark, do you know what I mean? You know? But my main concern too is, is for Dick's next game is, is the strikers' war because. If Edouard turns up again like he did with Meechard and even against the best time yesterday, he's not going to get get your goals back either, Edward, do you know what I mean? You know? Oh, I know if he puts that in the king description. expects him. I mean that that's the thing, Paul was so dear on about why these teams have that interest in him. Mm-hmm. It's just no it's, I mean, why would you want a even if you want to think as well if you're looking at buying a player? Why would you buy a player that's going to come up with that attitude of things only going their way? Like this has to be like looking at Edward, like there's no doubt in his ability as a player. Do you know what I mean? Like what Edward these day mark is 
is an outstanding striker, but it has to come down to his attitude where maybe why these teams aren't coming into him. You know what I mean? Even doing it like he's worth it, he's working. Yeah. Nah, Paul, he doesn't. He's no. He's no running about chasing balls, doing things like that. Yeah. Because when I said about that, Mark, like people were saying, they were comparing to uh, to to Barbatov on the twister and all the media stuff. But Barbatov got the goals. But that was Barbatov's style of play. But he got the goals. Look at Berbatov. Right. Even his body, his size, his body, and that. Edward's an athlete. You wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't look at. Uh, Berbatov and see what size he had. I mean, like, do you know what I mean? He didn't. He wasn't a big, muscly kind of player. Do you think Edward would be more suited to and just style of play, Mark? Would you? Just doing. I mean, he's a, for me. Edward's an athlete, so then mm-hmm. for him not to be this moving about, running about, and putting an effort. Especially the way Ange wants to play. Like the players are going to be making space. Like and the space is going to be there now for Edward to make because. The players opened up so much, Mark. You know, I mean, our team would open up and then make the space. It's not as if, as if Edward's going to be isolated down. Like, do you know what I mean? There's going to be players around him this season and he's going to get the ball, but Edward's not making that effort to get himself in the space. Do you get me? Oh, you know? I, I, get, I, don't, I know exactly what you're meaning, Paul. It's even the same as we've got, the likes of Abida. Exactly, they made that space back, do you know what I mean? Edward, if, see if Edward did, we're saying about a contract, see if Edward did sign a contract to stay here and suit everybody kind of thing, and Edward put an effort, Edward would thrive. With exactly. The, with the players, the chances, that the, the chances these guys are going to create. Because the box. they were complaining last year, Mark, that he wasn't getting the service. You know, but the service is going to be there next season. But Abida, and you have uh, Fuhuhashi coming in now as well. I thought that wasn't too bad, I suppose. He, he's coming. That they're, they're going to make the ball go to Edward. But it's up to Edward. And what I'm seeing of him, Mark, he's just not taking it under his wing to just to be a Celtic leg. No. You know? I don't, I, it's obvious he doesn't want to be here. No. If he does stay, whatever, whatever, whether it's just might, an extension, whether we don't even give him an extension, but he's got to, he's got to up his game. Exactly, Mark. You know, it doesn't matter if he wants to wants wants to be away or thing like that. He still has a job to do, and his job is still at Celtic. But but that's the modern football today, Mark. It is it is like you know. We knew Ayer was going away. We knew he wanted away for a year. But yeah, any, but he's still in the shift. Any fault in the shift that yeah. he's putting in weekend. Exactly. Exactly. But then it's coming back to the difference then in in Ayer or Edward. You know what I mean? You know, it's it's the big thing. Like you said, Mickey, after the game, Lee Griffiths would have missed those one on one chances that Edward missed in, in the first leg in Switzerland. He would have missed them. Maybe they can throw Griffiths in in the second leg then, because at least he's safe again, is he? So, and that might be good. That might be good for the guy. Yeah, maybe just playing away for him in Europe. You know, get booed so much. Yeah, so maybe get a bit of confidence back in him. Mark, at least, at least, you know what. At least you know Griffiths would run and he'd chase down the ball for you. Something that Edward is a dude and the way Ange wants that to play. Griffiths would do that shit for you. He'd run that like we don't know how fit Griffiths is, but I presume that he is fit because of the he was training. But as you said then, Mark, he hasn't been playing much on the Ange is the up to speed. The way Ange is playing, that's the concern there as well, like he said. Uh, although he probably was keeping up with his fitness, he'd still missed two or three mm-hmm. kids actual Talks, tactics, and learning stuff in that. But 
Oh, don't know, I really don't. It's a mind boggler for me. Did Lothar Griffiths come on in the midweek and scored a winner? <laughs> I, I would love it. Actually, I'll probably put a wee side bet on just to... But that's just coming down to then, like how how the police in our squad still is at the moment that we have to play these want-away strikers. Like, like, I can't understand why. Yes, he isn't playing instead of Edward at the moment, considering how good of a pre-season his, he had. So, and, but, uh, uh, am I thinking, now maybe Ange doesn't actually make a Yesy to be his number one striker? Well, then it's up to them to get another striker. Striker Exactly. I was going to say, but uh, yet he's going to be there. Rather than a player that doesn't want to be here and we expect to be moved on in the next couple of eight weeks or whatever. Four, five weeks into left in the window, but why not play a Yeti? I have no issues with that, Mark, because I think yes, he's a different player and he's like a, a new signing from what I saw of him uh, on pre. And I say he was gutted. Last week, uh, Edward got the, the nod over him, and I still maintain that was down to an influence of Kennedy in in that backroom staff. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna blame Kennedy here, Mark. And I, maybe, and I have to because maybe it was Peter Lowell. Maybe it was. Yeah, well, come to Peter Lowell because I've like him down as well. He had to chat about him as well. But but Kennedy, that's why I think it's so important, Mark, that Ange has to have one of his own backroom staff in with him. Do you know what I mean that he has to have someone who he can throw his ideas off and for his own backroom staff that knows Andrew's ideas, not to have uh, fucking Kennedy bringing on the likes of Beaton and bringing on the likes of fucking Edward. Do you know what I mean? But who, you know? who is going to bring on his Beaton? Fuck, that's two tugs, even though well, I can understand why he played Beaton, no, because he's not in there. Uh, but, yeah. the, well, but then... The choice was either Beaton or the boy... Young Murray. Young Murray, or Leo Helger, him. <laughs> yeah, Helda. That's it, McGinty Helda. Helda. Uh-huh. Just Helda. Yeah, I broke it. Do you know how I remember that? Because I remember the Griswolds, when they were going to Germany, and they went into the wrong house, and the one there was the big, fat German... Helda, so that's how I remember it. <laughs> that's Helda. H- I say Helda. Is that just how you pronounce it? Helda. The J- Helga, yeah. That's the guy that throw, throws me. But that was the choices. It was either Beaton, Murray, or Helda. Hel- yeah, I can't go to that. Helda. So, and that's why you could see... Right, Beaton. Beaton, yeah, exactly. You could see that, like... But but then, like, for Beaton, then uh, one of our most ex- experienced players to do something so stupid, Mark, like... like like he's really put young Murray in a situation here, Mark, that Celtic fans now are already going to judge him if he makes a mistake next week against Meachland when, when the young fan is only learning, do you know what I mean? In two years' time of that, folk will still say, but what about that time you're in Meachland? Exactly. Aye. And that's what you, that's going back to, Mark, what you were saying about these young lads breaking, getting, getting their chance too early. Like, you don't mind them coming on if the game is being won and stuff like that, but this is a game that Celtic need to win. And the the young lad must be really feeling the pressure already, I said, do you know what I mean? Well, it seems to be quite a level headed kind of lad, didn't he, sir? I'd like to get very experienced players even in the squad, even if they're no playing. I'll be 
know what I mean? If he's not going to come up against a striker either, again, Mark, in, in Antonio against Michelin, you know what I mean? He's not going to come up against a striker like that. Like, so, like, he did play well in the second half. Now, I must say that. He did play well in the second half when he came on. And I, and I, and I give the young lad that. He, he did play well. Nice no, performance. No, his performance day does give you a certain amount yeah. of confidence that he could hold his end against me. But we're lucky in the way then, so we're not coming up against a striker with the calibre of, of Antonio, do you know what I mean? No, I think what's the other thing we're going to find lucky about that Michelin is they're as slow as the bat exactly. as they are up front. Like, there's exactly. no way to pace up front either. You know what I mean? Like you say, that was a freak goal that scored. That was the only way they were going to score that night. Yeah. But going back to a Yeti, um, and like Celtic fans are like no sure on that he scored nearly 10 goals in 20 games for Celtic with 90 odd percent of them for the bench and in his purple patch at Bal he scored 30 odd goals in under 60 games so he's on the same strike that, that he is for Celtic that he was for Bal back in the day that's what I'm saying like, it's like also I, I can't understand Mikey why we're not playing him do you know what I mean well, if, you've got a, if you've got a strike on the bench that scores one in every two exactly. how are you not playing him exactly you know I definitely would have I guess he played next week, Mark, rather than another one. Oh, it's stuck. Without, without a doubt, like, you know what I mean? Wednesday. And it, see if it's not working out, put Edward on then. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's no issues from the top half, really, because you have full confidence in in the attacking t- that, that we have at the moment. Like, like on midfield, the start that you have Zoro, McGregor and Tarnhill. I mean, that's, that's what we said last season, that that would be our kind of starting three anyway. Like, and I came out then saying, and, and I saw it there on the, on the form, that's already good enough. Me and Mark were talking earlier about the midfield, and that's actually, if tomorrow, that um, they weren't assigned any midfield this season, I think Miss Dell fans would say, oh, that's fine. Because exactly. I, I, I'm quite happy with the midfield. They need strikers and defenders, eh? Well, maybe not even strikers. Strikers depending on if Edward lives. We said that earlier. Are we going back to that, Mark? Are we going back to that, so Mark, with the the deal with uh, Ivan Tony that he would have been signed if Edward uh, would have left? So if Edward stays, we're not going to sign a striker, do you think? Oh, that's the stuff here again, Paul. I, I wouldn't be surprised. If Edward stays, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't he sign any. He's not a striker, exactly. Unless you're going to be playing with two up front, you don't need three first strikers if you're only playing with one striker up front. If they've, if they've got Griffiths, like you said, the Yeti and Edward, and if Edward's then, then, again, if that's the case, then they've got the forwards and midfielder, especially with Abada and the, the Japanese guy coming in as well. Still get Forrest, hopefully Dembele's going to still be here and getting a wee chance in that as well. It's, I mean, you said earlier. I'm gossip for that young lad, to be honest, like Dembele. I really am gossip for him. Yeah, gossip for him. Like, because I think he would uh, maybe start on the right against Meachland, and Avadam uh, might have been playing on the left, or maybe Avadam wouldn't have been starting now. Mark, because it was really. I don't think he's. worry for him. Dembele. I honestly don't think he'd have started Dembele. I think Christie was always starting that game. Mm-hmm. And Christie actually looks better on the left than he did on the right last season. Do you know what I mean? Did the other night, but I I seen somebody in the live chat saying that earlier as well. They looked better on the left. Isn't that for a left footed player? eh? What a shocker! (laughs) But Marcus scored too much. Again, it was just doing his attitude. Exactly. Best last season, yeah. 
It's amazing but how interested people get when they're in, in the transfer window. Amazing how good they end up being all of a sudden. Eh? But that's what I'm thinking, Mark. Is Morris used to turn the style on when he was due a contract extension, wouldn't he? <laughs> So that's why that so that's why I'm saying is Christie maybe up in his game mark to get that move away and, and Celtic are actually playing for, for Christie's benefits? You know? Yeah. No, no, I don't think I don't think well look what they did to Scott Sinclair. So I don't think they've got players at heart like when it comes to like you say if you got We've no choice really than to play on that. So we don't because our squad at the moment we've no choice really than to play Christie, like you know what I mean? Like we do need some experienced players within the, the starting lineup. I mean, and at that moment, our our experienced players kind of next to none, really, aren't they? You know, like who is their experienced players at the moment? We have Forrest, McGregor, Bison. You can't really put Zora or Tornell in there for experience because uh, they're only in the club not even a year and a half. I say that. And Soros have played many games for us. See, exactly. He's that experience for as a as a player for us or not. But we've got Forrest, Christie, McGregor, or, as you say, Edward Tone, Edward. I couldn't be Edward as experienced. Mm-hmm. Barkas is experienced as well. <laughs> uh, but I mean that we've said that like, we need some experience in it in the defence. But apart from that as well, it's just a case, it's a good kind of mix. Do you know what I mean? It's good to keep the younger players in the team and the experienced guys lead them and show them the way and things like that. And we've got enough experience. Again, maybe another cent, uh, cent and a half. But, I mean, even the right back, you take a young guy, the young boys are talking about for Antwerp, you take him as your first choice right back. He's only a young lad. So, as long as there's players in these, in, see like what you you've got a defence midfield attack as long as you've got a bit of one or two guys in these places that have experienced it the young guys will learn off them mm-hmm. in a modern game again it's done, I mean it's, it's done the Scottish league we're playing it's not it's not a necessity as such it's something I've had over the last couple of years have been some of the youngest teams in Scottish league history like the average AJ would this be the youngest uh, centre back pairing Celtic had going into uh, uh, a match. Welch and uh, Murray. Would that be the youngest centre back pairing I think we ever had, I said? It's just not far off, I say this. That's it, would be. Yeah, that's the end of it, yeah. You know, it is like a. Do you think maybe Radisson can improve on the Anjar? Is he at that age now, Mark, that he's just not good enough for Celtic? Uh, just no good enough for me. You know, and you think maybe... It'd be one of the biggest turnarounds in football. Well, turned into a decent player under Ange. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, do you think the reason he got the contract was because we actually don't have no there at the moment and he was the only recognised right back at, at the club? If that's the case, then that's just selfish. For Celtic's point of view, and just holding the guy back himself, eh? It's mm-hmm. a Sinclair situation, isn't it? And the boss thing is that he's a younger guy that could be a way out. Well, actually, I mean, Ralston um, struggled in the championship with Dundee United, didn't it? Yeah, you, oh, you yeah. yourself and Jonas were saying that, like, uh, he actually struggled down, down the track. He's, he's not at level Celtic should be, and I don't even think he's good enough, Mark, to be even at, like, sort of Aberdeen, Kilmarnock, or Motherwell, is he? Or, well, he just be, uh, yeah. I think he is. I think you're talking. 
couple of Aki's are even in the Premier League now, but you're kind of Aki's a St. Martin or something like that. Take us all the positions that that we need so we put the right back and, and the goalkeeper for me are the two musts. Do you know what I mean? Definitely that like it, that makes it worse about that Aurelio Buta, that's mean that they're penny pinching a bit. Exactly. Uh, the right back, like but it's such that. a must uh, area, Mike, ain't this? Yeah, but like, like I say, I just want to touch on that that Leo Labada that they signed. They said it last time, but after seeing him a few times, I mean, he's a dead ringer for Sinclair when he first came like this. Mm-hmm. That guy. Honestly, I think he's going to score a lot of goals as a winger. And like, he, he finally signed a player that can be a bit exciting to watch on the bus. Uh, that gives you that wee bit of something special. Yeah, just somebody to watch. And stuff. Like, so don't get it wrong, I like watching Forrest and that when he cuts in and that, but like, he just looks like he's a brush of fresh air that's settled neither this Zach he looks like a player like that he's not afraid to take on like he he's aware of his own ability isn't he for such a young lad to have that confidence like his what's good about what I like about a winger as well is when um, even even if against Michelin it's normally the striker that would be on end any like rebounds or that but look how quick he was onto that exactly I mean, exactly. you know, he's training a couple of days, even, and maybe not even a couple of days, eh? he looks sharper than nearly everybody on the pitch. And I actually saw that too uh, in the second half when when Forrest came on. Forrest again cut in with the ball. Do you know I mean, he, Forrest isn't running down to the byline anymore. Do you know I, mean? I, I don't know, over the years, has Forrest actually lost a bit of his pace mark and that he's maybe not able to do that anymore? You know? I, did you ever really do it? No. He was always more inclined to take it inside, but wasn't he? Yeah. He, the best thing is off. I mean, Forrest is a fast, a fast player as well. Like, Forrest should be outrunning, taking half the teams in Scotland, like, with, with, with his speed. Like, you know what I mean? And he just doesn't use it really to his, his benefit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think Forrest's position is on the first choice if he play Abaddon the right. You know? Because I think it's going to be Abida and uh Gogu, the, the Chinese lad on the left. You know, that's 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 what I think the the, the two winners will be next season. Yeah. Paul, you're gonna you're, you're, yeah. gonna, you're gonna annoy all the Japanese yeah. listeners here like uh. half a billion people listening to his chair <laughs> raging <laughs> What did I say? You said Chinese. Ah sure, Jesus uh, I'm not going to say it all the same because I'm not. My mistake, my bad. Well, I say a bad I think he will come in for the left. Like, I think he's dead. Like, he can say both. Like, yeah. That's the, I think that's the best about him, like, that he can play both positions, Mark, isn't it? Well, can you, can you not play through the middle as well? Yeah. It seems yeah. funny that we spoke the other night. Like, he he kind of got a free roll, like, didn't he? Yeah, he was kind of, but kind of everywhere. There's a kind interchange amongst the, like, the attacking midfield three. Seems to be players that can switch about during the game and be as comfortable and as good in either wing or through the middle, which is a good thing as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, Forrest, again, we've said it when Paddy Roberts was seeing things like that. Yes, Somebody chasing Forrest, he's keeping him on his game and keeping him fit and sharp, and that'll either be good or he'll be sitting in the bench. Exactly. Uh, we go about like, like Helga and that Helge, how old is that Leo Helge, 18? I don't know think he's 18 yet, I think he's still 17. And then we're looking at Leo Abada, he's only just 19. Exactly. Oh, that goes to show you, like, yeah, he's, like you said, that he's last club. 
nearly 20, 24 goals in 60 games to a winger. This is what this is Scottish football over again with this age thing. Eh? They just see a young age and they think, oh, he's too young. That's the problem. Like if age shouldn't matter. If you're good enough, you're good enough, and you should be playing. Do you know what I mean? And if Leo, if Leo's good enough to be playing, he should be playing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I said, it seems to only be Celtic that thinks he is, like I said, yeah, he is 18, sorry. He's, he, like, sorry, he's a way to turn 19, the same as a badder. That Leo hells you. Uh, actually, August, I Yeah. in August, I So, I mean, so he, like I said, he should be in the first team now. And if he was as good as whatever he thinks he is. Exactly. So, See, that's the problem, I think, that I can't understand with Celtic is that all the teams seem to see all young players as being good enough to play with them, and we don't have it. I mean, like, if Leo's good enough to be playing, but he should be playing ahead the likes of Murray, do you know what I mean? But there's a lot of fans out there, Paul, that see sees the promoting the youth players as penny pinching for the board. That's it, yeah. You're not going to please them, then, aren't you? But as is my case is, Celtic fans are some of the most fickle fans in the world. Mm-hmm. We're all going to be, we want to see the Celtic right promoting youth players up. But the minute they do it, as in a couple of mistakes, they're not good enough, he's garbage. That's the board spending money. And that's them, uh, that's them just contradicting themselves again because they, they were humming and home over this backline. Like, this backline is a young line. We're constantly complaining that... We're not promoting our youth, and when we do promote our youth, then they're hammering them. Fair enough, the, the lads are young, they're, they're making a mistake, but this is the first time that young Dane Murray came up against a striker mark of the ability of, of, of Antonio. Do you know what I mean? But it's his, you know, he's only going to learn off this, this, this match, do you know what I mean? It's his second or third game, Paul. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a pre-season friendly. And he wouldn't have came up against these lads down in... The, the youth systems in uh, in Scottish football match, you know what I mean? Oh. Well, if these guys were actually filtered into the first team when they were meant to, then they would have had experience playing against Edward and Dembele and all the guys they've been playing. See, that's the problem, because uh, it was the young uh, Ireland under-21s manager, uh, Given, said that Leo, look, look, O'Connell, wasted two years of his career at Celtic because he was being held back in the reserve teams and he wasn't being given a chance in the first team. Let's go back to what you said there, that if these fans were being bred into the first team when they should have been, they would have been ready to play and I wonder, Ange, do you know what I mean? That's Ange, just... I think like they tend to do a bit of research in the background. We're on a bit forest. I'm actually a tad worried for forest. Based on just the signings, like that, through the Arsene and everything, like they're, they're all they're all wingers, eh? A bad and that coming in, and if, as I mean, if I'm just signing these guys, where's Forrest going to fit in? That's what I've just said as well, Mikey. For the players were signing, and the way they can all switch between the three. If Paul doesn't up his game, Mark, he's going to be at the bench. Yeah, we need to work hard, because <laughs> we all we need to work hard. It doesn't. Looks the fittest kind of guy. The only time when we saw. Paul's playing well, Mark, is when he had a real tread on the top of Paddy Roberts. Do you know what I mean? That's true. Well, actually, he's got 50-odd goals in 90 games in the, the J League. In the J League, like you say, we've talked about Mark and that, and the Celtic fans actually go and watch it. It's as good, as no better than Scottish football. What do you call him, Mikey? What do you say his name was? Puro Arshie. 
who you're actually. I think he's going to be uh, some signing mark that. Ross, like, you could make a hand man. I mean, just put me. Have it, Danny. Uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're going to be too fast, and that's why. Like, exciting players. That's well, like, you've got a bad only 19, the Kyogo through the off, you're only 26. Good ages, like, yeah, there's a balance to everybody that's signing. They're, just, they're not just signing, like, well, normally sell. You'd even say there, Mikey, we, uh, Kyogo's an experienced, coming in at 26 year old, played in the Jai League. Exactly. So he, he's a mere kind of experienced player. Japanese international as well. He scored uh, three goals and six to um, the right wing for Japan as well. Like that's what I was saying, Matthew, at the weekend with with John on like that. Just get through Wednesday's game, get through that, what has to be done, what has to be done. By all means just get through it. Doesn't matter about the score like once we get through. But the minute Ange gets the signs in Mark and the players he wants in and when Celtic adopt properly to, to the way he's like no one in the Scottish League will handle Celtic like because the pace of the football that we're going to play it's going to be unbelievable, I think. And it's going to be football, Mark, that I think we haven't seen at Celtic, even under Brendan Rodgers, Mark. I think it's going to be best of football than we've seen at Celtic for a long, long time. Well, I hope you're right. I hope so, too. Are you going to come back to bite me? <laughs> but I thought, we'll blame you if it is. Well, it will, though, Mark, because they still, he, he can't do it, no, because, yeah. It's all right, but it's the key is coming down to breaking down these teams at Park the Bus. Mm-hmm. And then, even towards the end, Rogers was struggling to do it. And that's how he will do it, Mark, because he's bringing in players, Mark, that can play in different positions. And these players are going to be moving. And, and because they're moving, Mark, the defence is going to push up to mark these players. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's going to open up the space then, like, do you know what I mean? Aye. That's how you break them down, like, do you know what I mean? The ideal scenario. And that's how Guardiola breaks down these teams, Mark. That's an Ange has the kind of same philosophy on the Pep Guys, but it's actually, his philosophy is actually faster than Gladiola's. Do you know what I mean? Paul, did you do a transfer round up at the start of it? Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned the guy Christian Lovrich. No. Uh, well, he's another winger for Croatia, and Celtic have just bid four and a half million for him. Again, so again, he scored 40 goals in 80 games as a winger, and he's a Croatian internationalist. So again, that again states is it's does Ange see Forrester's no part of the plan? Could, could do. Maybe, it's, maybe Forrest isn't fit into that. that, yeah, that is Forrest too slow, Mark, for the way Ange wants to play? Is he too slow? Is, that's what I'm saying. Is Forrest legs maybe gone? Two one, one dimensional, Mark. 2-1 fitter, aye. Two, yeah. No, I mean a 2... You know, uh, but I can play with two feet, Mark. Can you go can play with two feet, Mark? Do you know what I mean? Uh, he uh, wants... Uh, that Loverich as well, they've just been, you know, it's all over the internet if you want to go and check. Christian Loverich, he's 25, he's meant to be outstanding as well. He's again left or right wing. It seems to be a partner, a guy that can play anywhere across the top line, so it looks like it's just going to be an interchanging system. That's what I'm saying, like, that's why I think next season, like that, because players can play in so many different positions, like that. The start lineup maybe they will say no like your market Avadar. Then when then the signings come the the players come out, Avadar could be on the left. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well that was a kind of meant to the other week you were talking about yeah. Brendan Rogers changed the team lineup so that they yeah. tell the formation of it and Neil Lennon carried it on. So as you said, managers will be looking at the opposition teams 
team sheet, but they'll know where these guys have got to play. And okay, ever, ten, yeah, minutes, right. 10 minutes into the game, the next thing they've lost switch position. Just sums it up what he says, but I know it's, it looks like it's pretty much what we're looking for with a... Like says, when we played our best under Rogers, it was Roberts and Sinclair and Forrest mm-hmm. with Dembele, good wingers cutting in and scoring goals. We've not had that in years, eh, since then. You know I mean, like, say, Forrest has always been injured, Sinclair went, well, I wouldn't even say went off the boil, really, like, he was cheating to himself and was a disgrace. And, like I've said to everybody millions of times, you can't have a good team without wingers, eh? So, this is boring well for me this season to an extent. <laughs> Because it looks like we're going to hear a good few on the books. <laughs> yeah, uh, William Smith down in the live chat says that he thinks we're missing a, a free kick specialist and and that one of our new signs can be like a dead ball, a dead ball person. I think that's a, an area too, Mark, that, that really needs, um, I think that we need someone who can actually pull in a decent cross in, into the box. That's yeah, uh, yeah. and the execution of them. Yeah. Make you were talking about that today as well. But the last time we scored for like a corner. Mind, mind about two or three games before the end of the season, we scored for a corner and a free kick. Like, it's been a long time, Mark. I actually can't remember. That's what I was going to say. Just about maybe three games before the end of the season, we scored for a corner or something. And it was the first time for months. Maybe you could remember the last time. No, I remember that. We're free, uh, no free kicks. We're set season that have been terrible for the last couple of years. They really, just seems to be any thought in them. Nothing, there's any originality. There's just nothing in them. Even, I mean, even a basic take a corner. Exactly. We can't even beat the first man. You know, and if we do beat the first man, it's gone over the bar or something like that, isn't it? Wait until, wait, wait, like you say, the guy that I just mentioned, Christian Lovrich. That was just went in bid for. Wait until you see this guy take a free kick. And was he was he valued at then, Mickey Buffley? Again, it's the usual for Celtic. So the club have already says that they'll no go for anything under five million. But I think Celtic have bid the day four point five million. I can just that's an accepted offer, then. Exactly, that's what I'm saying about you can get yes. a bit lower and try and meet a yeah. bit of middle ground. You don't get one and a half million below with it. You, and then you could you, you could put add-ons then onto that mark then can't you you could put add-ons onto that then to make it up to five like yeah well over it he was part of the Croatian team of the Euros as well eh? he never came on but he was part of the, uh, the team so I see Croatia never had the best tournament but and that, could have, that, team. that guy said that as well that the, the Euros could have an effect as well on, on transfers as well because like we don't know who sent the targets out like the targets we're looking at there, exactly the point there, Mikey's making love, which like, he was part of the creation team, Mark, you know what I mean? See if you go with like what the press and that's been reporting, and then the fans have jumped on it and says, ah, it's the same targets we've been after for under, oh, under, how, who have we signed that we were leaving okay, under, exactly. do you get what I mean? Well, I love it, Chabada and that, they've never been mentioned ever, eh? That boot well, I expect, well, Aurelia boot it, no chance. I'm just looking at the forum there, Mikey. The first mention of Lovrich was the 1st of November 2019. Kev, I don't think, I don't think that's, no, that's a different Kev for Kev 83. Uh, saw a rumour on Twitter this morning about a creation guy, Lovrich, but nothing, there was nothing to substantiate it. I mean, that's just, again, somebody probably on Twitter saying that's somebody we kind of should sign. 
They're watching April 2021 talking about them. But again, all these young players, it's just Celtic, they always get the link to them, but people are coming up with them saying it's all the players that Will was looking at, and think, but we've not signed anybody like that. And even as no. they're not playing with that. The guys got nearly 40, 40 goals in just under 80 games for the one. You know what I mean? It's what we're crying out for, eh? <laughs> I've no one I've no issue Mark with Celtic leading off Peter Lord to use his contacts for Celtic to get players we used his contacts to get Abadar didn't we the young the, the, that agent it was, it was through Lord's contacts that he had with his agent what did do, do well it's kind of did that connection it's Celtic really but I've, exactly I mean I'm on about it because there has been a lot of players he said or way not yeah it's like but I don't think I, I don't think dude's actually Abadar's agent I think it's Celtic that asked him to just broker the deal for them wow he's, he's, I've, see, I've looked at the that's Soros one his clients I didn't know that the other day that Soros one he do 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 the hands clients but uh, Abadar has been actually registered dude as one I, want, clients, I, think. I want to talk to you about, about Zorro, Mark, right? Because, and I've seen this a, a, few, a few times there now, and I've seen it on Twitter, a lot of people are saying that Zorro actually isn't good enough and he's not able to fill, fill Scott Brown's boots. And, and I'm looking going, what match are you watching? Do you know what I mean? What game are you physically watching here if you can't see Zorro actually speeds up the game when he's playing for Celtic and he's breaking up the play? It's a totally, for me, he's a totally different player for Scotland. Yeah. Do we? He's not. He'll pick the ball up and he'll carry it forward in that Brown. Yeah. Scott Brown was an interesting day in anything like that. I think do people want Zorro to get the ball and slow down the game and play and pass it back to the to the defence? Like. And if they want to play that game, we're just going back to a, a new Lennon or a John Kennedy set-up. Exactly. And like Zorro's fast, like uh, fast, Mark. Do you know what I mean? He's fast. He's a fast player, like. I, would, I don't think there any. Don't know how anybody can see that Soros a bad player. Yeah. Okay, and you obviously is a, you see, you better pace nerves in there, which is that, that I like it. Eh? Like he says because pace wins your games there. Eh? Oh, exactly. He does what Soros is like. He moves the ball, Mickey, don't he? He moves the ball fast, like he doesn't dwell in the ball. He moves the ball fast into the space, into the wingers, and that's what I'm just trying to do to me? move the ball fast up front. Yeah, young Roy Keane. Yeah, move the ball fast. Has this key, by uh, you know, but but how how people can can criticize or from what I've seen the Mac, I, I was looking and going, what game are you watching, like, you know? As well, Paul, he's hardly played many games. Game match. Yeah, and he's rather. Well, setting in, Mark. Yeah, this is like. You you can't say really, Mac, that Zorro is is a new signing because he was he was nowhere near the first team last season. Do you know what I mean? Oh, nowhere near the first team. And he'd, he, like, Welsh, Welsh only got into the team because Julian got injured. He would have been in the team, I wonder if Julian was injured, yeah. Thor only got into the team after the, the Dubai stuff, and Yeah. So, it does, and then, didn't he put a foot wrong and was dropped? Like, young, that was, young, Barry was saying that, Sean. I think Barry was saying that, like, how, how they can justify dropping uh, Zorro for Brown, like, it's, and it was all down to favour somebody. Like, want this, you know? Well, I, I think it's harder. It's hard. 
it's Ryan and it's hard, harder to drop a player that's playing well. Exactly. Playing well. If you're going out there making mistakes and playing bad, right, everybody can have a bad game, but bad game, right, fair enough. But if you're playing bad for two or three games, you get dropped. But there's players at Celtic, and I'll even put McGregor in that kind of category. I think he was just he needed a break, right? I'm not saying he down tools or any attitude problems. I think he just found himself into the ground that much. But McGregor needed a break with that team. Definitely. And he needed just he needed to be start playing alongside Scott Long as well, Mark. Aye. Do you know what I mean? But when, you know? when Sorrow came in, Sorrow should have kept his jersey. He, he had his wee bad only a couple of games. And by that time, Brown would have been champing at the bit to get back in the park. Exactly. Like, like he got go back to Callum McGregor. Like, when's the last time you saw him scoring goals for Celtic and, and, and actually being inside the box or being outside the box waiting for the ball to have a shot? Oh, that's, what I mean. that's what happens when you're playing further up the pitch, though, eh? when you've got somebody in that right there. Yeah. He was always running back the way last like, When you've got Sorrow in there beside him, you leave Sorrow to be the dog and you just let him, like you said, him and Turnbull get forward. You know that Soros going to be that. Do you know what I mean? He's not going to just sit there and pass it five years to the right for no apparent reason, Mike. He's going to, for what you see him, he's going to push the team forward and drive forward himself. I think people, Mark, that. Sorry, Mike, you gone? No, sorry, it was just a wee bit off topic because I'm just looking at James Forrest. I'm actually, I actually rate the guy, yeah, and he's been a good player for Celtic. Well, if I was to say to you is that Georgia Samaras had a far superior goal scoring record as a winger than Forrest, would you think that I would be right? I, I, a goal scoring record, I've been talking. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I like Sam Ross. I, 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 I did I've like got, Sam Ross. I've got a bit of stats, like you say, that might bore people on that, but I think it keeps things interesting. So, Sam Ross played 150 games for Celtic, scored 53 goals, one in every three. And Forrest has played a hundred games to the day more than Samra and only scored seven there. But even we'll see what you're saying about stats as well, Mike. I looked them up when people were linked with James McCarthy and for some reason people seem to think James McCarthy's injury prone. Which is just it's a fallacy. Yeah. One bad injury, Mark. That's that he's had wee injuries here and there, but he's only one bad injury. And Forrest and Forrest has played about the same amount of games as James McCarthy. Remember, you, I just flagged something to me, Mark, when you said earlier about Wolverine, it's kind of been 6 foot 1. Remember, Sam and I played 99.9% of his game, kind of as a left winger, off the left. I never forget the goal. Like, um, like he said, back in the day, like he said, I don't think he got the credit he deserved when he was still. Like, no, I never forget the goal he scored against me, just from the halfway line, he landed the pitch, remember that? Yeah, he was a kind of cult figure, wasn't he, Sam? Yeah, kind of he was. Loved him or hated him, my dear. But he never let me down. He never, do you know what I mean? He, I, he wasn't. He made mistakes. He was a bit clumsy at times, but it was. He wasn't a bad player for Celtic. Well, he couldn't be like he's got a record for Celtic. Like he said, mostly at the left hand side. He's got a goal in every three games. No I bad for the, like, the biggest yeah, winger in history. I agree. <laughs> it must be about the same as Sinclair. Yeah, I agree, Joe. Mike, I think Farris could be in trouble next season. Like, I really do. Like, I, you know. Looking at it now, like, going by what we're seeing on Aberdeen, like, would you drop James Farris down this precise moment for him? And, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't, like. 
Uh, a goal in every two games for Celtic, hundred games, forty goals. Aye, aye, right. There's some goals going record there. Aye, but Mark, that's what you want. You to do is when Mark, like you want to go forwards. To see longer, so that's probably affected that to a kind of certain extent. But when you look at the kind, I wouldn't have thought that, Mikey. That's quite interesting. that Sam has done that. Yeah, actually, yeah, fifty. Like you say, a goal every three games for Celtic. I think Claire was. One a goal every two games, and James Forrest is like a goal every what's it like six or something. Yeah. If you were even like talking about the best left wingers, you would never ever consider putting Sam Rass in that category. And like he says, and he's, he's goals. goals yeah, he's yeah. He should be sniffing about that kind of area. Like he was talking about earlier, Paul. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe we done like our best Celtic eleven things in that when we first started dating them. That we showing we do, but uh, we sort of were like just best ever. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Put, get a few put teams together, come on and talk about it and things like that. There'll be a lot of players, like you say, there's a lot of older guys in chat as well, but there's a lot of younger guys as well, so there's a lot of players that would be mentioned in that show that people probably wouldn't like, would need to suspect to the guys that are in the old. They wouldn't even know them, eh? I don't know them playing FIFA and things like that. And that's better, and there's probably guys that like you say play FIFA and that, and that have seen like icons in the game and thought. Like, why is that? Like, Yashin and everything, and go- like, goalkeepers like that, but, like, since I've played manager games and loved football for years, I kind of older players than that, but there's a lot of guys that don't even kind of that are, eh? Like, one of my nephews, um, mate, and it's funny, me and Matt were talking to him earlier, asked me who Luther Mateus was, and I bit fell off my seat. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, 150 caps for Germany, and the young guy didn't know, I'd never even heard them before. <laughs> Jesus, that's... But see, even the thing about that... Like, see when I was younger, and there, believe me, there was a hell of a lot less football on the telly when in the back, like late seventies and eighties kind of thing. It was like sports scene and match of the day highlight shows. That was really all you go. You yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I knew these players for all about the world. Do you get what I mean? But you saw them in the World Cup and things like that. But if you follow football, and maybe it was doing to make as you're saying, sitting playing football manager games and things like that. But I knew about these players before World Cups came about. <coughs> I remember young people today. It's again. I think it's just all it's all centred. And if you've not played in England, it just doesn't matter. That to me, that's the kind of attitude. Like a young, the younger generation of fans, like football fans, I'm saying they'll be Celtic fans. They're Celtic fans, but in general, they don't. They can't see beyond like the English league. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up and I remember playing the, the football man and Mikey there was the American lad and he used to always pop up as a half thing was the fella Freddie Abdu. Do you remember him? Yeah. And he, and he never kind of came big really, did he? Freddie Abdu, like, like this fella was all over football manager and you, and you end up paying two million pounds for, for, for young that it was crazy money to buy him. Like, well, that, that just goes to show like that as, as Max, like the old players actually don't know the league outside England, like you know what I mean, and that's why I think I'm giving criticism Mark when he first came into the scene. Aren't there? He had to still playing. Is he? I think he's at his sixtieth club or something like that. Thirty-two year old, he has just turned in June the second. There, I said this has what the fortune Mark will outside on the fields. I says he. Osterlin. Don't I'm not even sure where they are now. Sweden. Is that Swedish? Aye. Yep. 
So he's still always signed him. Any time we went to FIFA, I always signed him. I mean, he played with Monaco. Well, fair dues, it was only on loan, but it was featured Monaco. Jesus. I can't believe he's still playing, to be honest. I thought he must have been about 40-year-old by now. He and my dad were talking about a player back in the air, right? He played for 15 teams in nine countries. Jesus. Me and my dad were talking about a player back in Italian 90s that came on the scene. Um, I was only four at this time, but... I get a story from my dad and it was a part he'd move years. <laughs> he'd move kind and um it's a guy that played up front for Italy, that after the young that Gianluigi Lentini. Aye. He was all, he, um, he was the most expensive player in the world. Yeah, so he signed for Ace Milan for thirty million. Aye, no, it worked out. But it worked out it was like thirteen million pound, but it worked out it was like some hundred and thirty million lira or something like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, and he said in the press, like he says, that I laughed about it in the past, that it was always his dream to play for LA Galaxy. And I'm thinking, what's going on here? Like, oh. I mean, it was always his dream when he was younger to play for LA Galaxy. You're going to actually sit there, and their fans are taking that crap in, like this. Every conference he sat at, he said, it's always been a dream. I, I mean, that. Uh, but, but, I mean, can you play the, I mean, I, I can't remember him playing the Bulls when he first came onto the scene. They went to Coventry, Coventry, and that was a bit of a weird move. But then, yeah, that's what I mean. He went to, he went Wales, seventy odd games, thirty goals. Coventry, the goal every two games. Then he went to Inter Milan, played six games, no goals. Then he went to Leeds, like he's out. Is that where he played? Went Inter Milan, six goals. Six, 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 six games, no goals. Then he went on loans to Leeds, and then banged them and, and signed for them permanently. I mean, see when you look back at his actual the goals, his goals. I don't, I don't know if you're that good. I mean, we're making. It wasn't that prolific. He scored two hundred and fifty goals in six hundred games. See that? See that's no, that's what really. Who's this? That didn't Robbie Keane. What for? That in his career, make you see? His career, yeah, Jesus. I know for the wages that he was getting. No. I think that's what I see, that's, I'm surprised at that, I thought he's a little better record than that was, that there make you about one both. Well, he's, he's, a, he's a prime example, Mark, that it doesn't work out in, uh, for, for players on a certain team. It never worked out for Robbie Keane at Liverpool, you know? Robbie that's Fowler a, had a better goal-scoring record than Robbie Keane. Who was that, who, Mikey? Robbie Fowler, he had yeah. a better goal-scoring record than Robbie Keane. Robbie, she's young Robbie Fowler, he was one of the best strikers I've ever seen in my life. Been dangerous like that. Well see that's the problem with that that's the problem with Liverpool uh, sorry, England Mac, is that they're born out these youngsters so young. Well that's that's what they do. Make a loan as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they born them out like and that's that's what happens to them. These these English footballers like they 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 just born them out. But Alan Smith as well. Alan Smith in the early 2000s when he came, he was the boy Matt Janssen at Blackburn as well. It was on the motorcycle crash and that. Like England have had the, like says, 
there's a lot of pressure on them when they first come on the scene, though. I've listened to a podcast. Was that Matt Janssen? In, uh, he's talking about he was due to go to some World Cup in England. Uh, I think it was Sven Gordon Eriksson who was manager at the time. That would be in Japan, Korea, 2002. Because he didn't think that he wasn't going to. After Eriksson talked to him on the phone and telling him he'd be part of his squad, not, he found out he wasn't in the squad as a radio and never heard from Eriksson again. I'm sure it was Eriksson. And then on about the crashing that he had I, I felt half sorry for the guy do you know what I mean because he was fair to it's England and we don't like him but he was he, he was that proud that he got this chance and then he, he didn't even like the minerals to phone him up himself and say he didn't get in the squad I can't remember who it was he took the stadium no, I mm-hmm. a sad story with that Matt Janssen Mikey he spent six he came back but again he just went on loan. Some player to? Yeah, he said he scored 50 odd goals in 150 games for Blackburn now, so a goal would be for you again. Eh? So, in English, in English Premier League, if you're, if you're kind of strict, you new kind of numbers, you know you've got a player. I still maintain that back in the early 2000s, the English Premier League was a lot stronger than it is now. Oh, without doubt. And it's just, it's just gone back to. Um, badge management under England uh, picking the picking the names players by their names rather than picking the best players in the possessed positions Gerard and Lampard never worked uh, as a parent do you know what I mean but, and that was that was England's downfall for years but I mean see even down to the signings the signings and that see it's foreigners that add the kind of panache to the English league and that's affecting the English national team Mark. well that's the kind of at least that's what went wrong with the Italian football that make you'll be old enough to remember that as well exactly yeah foreigners that we were bringing in and it was there that were making the league better so that's uh, the young lad that's right now for Manchester United Mark Sancho had to go to Germany aye but between the two as you know would you say there's any English player and like in that Euro squad that you would put like in your best in the world, 11? No, no. No, thanks. No, that's not me. That's not me just because I don't like England. It's no, just me saying it as a football player. Nothing. I mean, they're all going about this. Oh, Jack Grealish, Jack Grealish. Their man, the English manager didn't rate him enough to start. No, sir. One of the best English teams I, I saw was uh, the Euros. Uh, was it? The 96, I think it was, was this? When they had the likes of Gascoigne, Seaman, Tony Adams and all them playing. Right, well, that was one. And how they never won that mark is, is unbelievable. But that's just going down to the manager picking the players by name. Not only David, that was down to attitude. Yeah. That's what I mean, the kind of play as a team. <laughs> that, to me, that, she's that, I know, you're saying England had a right good chance in that. And you, mm-hmm. It was 96. But that generation with like the Nevilles and... Frank Lampard, Gerard, do you get what I mean, John? He had that Dan Anderson as well, he was good as well. Aye, but between the years, England had some, had, did have at that time some of the best players in the world. But yeah. They play as a team. Just well, come play as a team. They're always, go, they're always going about Gerard and um, Lampard and that. They, the two of them in the list, Paul Scholes, but Paul Scholes is one of the best midfielders in the world. Well, I mean, that's what annoys me. Coles doesn't get enough credit. It's always Gerard and Lampard. Because it's Coles. They wouldn't know this is But that was down to, uh, to me, uh, making up down to like a public profile. 
down to that speed. Yeah. Voice kind of thing, because Paul Scholes never bought into that. No, he didn't, Mark. He didn't. No, he didn't. He was a wee quiet man, Stephen. Beckham and Ryan Giggs were all the kind of pin-up playboy kind of man. Yeah. Giggs was only... Mike Giggs was only... Zidane comes out and says... Exactly, that, exactly. That, you're, that he's the best player he's ever played against. That's good enough for me, because Zidane is the Roy best midfielder I've ever seen. He, even Roy Keane says it, Mark, that Paul Scholes is one of the best players he ever he ever played with. Uh, Roy Keane even says that, that Paul Scholes was... Paul Scholes was one of the best passes of, of the ball at, at his time. Even when we finish up, man, even go on YouTube and look at the goals that he scored. Yeah. You know, I, I, Scholes doesn't get the credit that he deserves for his actual... But see as well, because I don't think I don't think he does any punditry of that, or maybe just now and again. He's not even got that public persona that people will get, even like look misty-eyed. Oh, he was some player, and they really weren't he? I think what I like, because I like, Man United is always a team that I, like, I, I, I wouldn't say I suppose, yeah, but if I needed to pick, I would be, he's always been them in there, and um, like, they're going about Gerrard and, La- um, La- and goal scored. Paul Scholes didn't take three kicks or penalties for Man United. The whole no. time he was at Man United. It was the worst penalty kick in three. So, I mean, Gerrard and Lampard took everything. That was a kind of running joke with them. Paul Scholes couldn't have a penalty. Yeah. So, <laughs> goals for open play, goals for yeah. for himself, some of his volleys for just the edge of the box and things like that. I like Nakamura for penalties, was it? He says he can score three kicks to 40 yards in, but give him a penalty and he's popping it like this. Like against Spartak Moscow in the penalty shoot, he was in that mist as well. So, I mean, it's, it's ironic how that works out. Like, Skulls could, like, that got him against West Ham and I think it was Giggs put a, cr- a corner out to him on the edge of the box and he smashed it first time. So under the side of the bar and in. Exactly. I mean, but the guy can't take a penalty. <laughs> Moving on before we go, that's it. Is that the starting lineup against Michelin that, that that we saw in the first half against um, West Ham? Do you think is that going to be the starting lineup? You think? Just quest, a question mark your barcast, but for the field ten, I'll say it'll, it'll be the same ten pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like you said, it will be the one. I think I like did I hope like it says that not hope like barcast gets the chance. I just hope like you said. He's not had a, a good time. Hopefully, he has a good game. Like I said, even if he has a good game, I'm not wishing sarcastic like on at all. Like I said, I just yeah. want him to. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I would, I would love for Barkas to turn into a good goalkeeper. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I think all of us would here. Like, but well, that's what we said. Yeah, we keeper Mark making the same mistakes, Mark. Like, you know what I mean? You, you have to question his his goalkeeping abilities. Like, do you know I mean like fair enough if he was young? Like, I thought he was actually young, Mark, and he was saying he's 27, 28, Mark. He's at a stage now, Mark, where he should have had learned from his mistakes and he should be peaking as a goalkeeper, do you know what I mean? You know? Well, that, again, Paul, it's just everything we've said before. We've mm-hmm. him up, I've backed him, you backed him, Mikey backed him. And not just, it came to the point now, we can't, we can't make any more excuses for him. Something needs to... I mean, I, I agree, Paul. I hope he, even if he can come away with, with a clean sheet and he doesn't even need to make a save, that even help. Exactly. It's just a clean sheet, Mark. It needs to help him, do not this? Yeah. Off the park and off, consider any any goals. Any goals. I like before we go, before we go, of course, it's a penalty. Again, you've no 
expecting your keeper to save penalties, but we can't have him letting in like making the mistakes as we saw like yesterday. In, in I never the, had a penalty conceded against me. No, I didn't. Give up, Paul. I think Mark knows what I'm going to say here. So, next year, I'll be putting together the charity match, right? And hopefully okay. by then, our restrictions are in. You can come across, and we'll put you in goal, and we'll see how you get on then. Eh? I, I, I have no issues with playing goal, as well. I won't last a full game, I tell you that. <laughs> oh, well, there you can be a sub the of party, then. You see, you know? when his knees are showing that, you can go. I was never, I was never in it. I, I was actually never in a penalty shootout. Never. Well, you never even gave away a penalty. Oh, I gave away penalties, yeah, but they weren't scored. You saved them all? I saved them, yeah. I'm kind I of wait until next year now. I'll score <laughs> against them next year. Crutches <laughs> and everything, I'll put a penalty past them next year. I thought, no, you're not going to say it. just because you're on crutches for me to let in the goal, yeah? <laughs> so they can all share. Mikey will be, he'll probably still be on them as well. <laughs> what is the update, Mikey? My left leg. What is it, Mikey? What game is minor because of half done for gutties. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to say before I go as well, um, if anybody's wanting a, a decent watch tonight, um, if they're into uh, the, the final of the match by Darts is on tonight, and Peter Wright, the Scottish guys, in the final. So if anybody's got more that, tune into the Darts because that'll be a good watch. It's just started just now. Is a woman commentating on? Oh, no, that, that's a sore one for me, that in Mark. See, <laughs> tried to get me digging there just before I left. <laughs> what is the update in your leg? What way are you in your leg now? Sorry? What is your leg now? What way is your leg now? What's, what's the update? Are you walking this? Are you still crutches? Or? I've still got, like you say, them in the house, but I've been, uh, you said I've needed to, I still needed to go to work at the, in the middle of last week. But um, I got a shot um, uh, a car to an automatic, so I think I'm going to drive that again and see how it got on. Like you said, but uh, it's, it's still pretty bad, like you said, the bruising still is pretty black. Like you said, there was a total rip of the hand thing, but um, like you said, uh, really? it's, it's a theme. Oh. Yeah, it does. Like, and the problem is, like, that you have to walk, like, do you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the thing, like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's. That's why I gave up football is because these young lads were coming into the league and they were probably going to school or college. Like, you know, I mean, I had to go to work the next day. Like, do you know what I mean? That's that's the problem. Like, Mickey has to go to work. Like, and it's probably delayed your recovery, Mickey. That you really have to rest it. Like, you know what I mean? I think that was a point. Like you said, I think that just gave us probably a kick up the rear. And a lot of people said that didn't want to put off. I was meant to be going back for another season again to play one final season back. But that's kind of just put us off going back for one year. Are you aim for a charity game next year? That's what I what I think what me and Jonas now were speaking about was but I think we're going to stick to we're going to get that five aside started again that we did pre charity match. I think we're just going to keep that going. Like you said, if we can get play five aside for an hour once a week, that'll probably give them a fix anyway. <laughs> yeah, I hope there's another pandemic or flight restrictions next year. So I don't. <laughs> Well, you see, you've already talked up now, Paul. So that's how you say that. Uh, after a challenge, I've got my one leg. <laughs> like you say, yeah, well, once you see Paddy in the goal, you'll see what, like, because Paddy's actually a top goalkeeper. Eh? Like you say, I, I, like you say, I don't think the other guy would mind the same, but in the charity match, out the two goalkeepers, um, I think if I was to pick one, Paddy would certainly be the one that I would personally take for. I'll that one, Mark. After he's went back to playing, Mikey. 
See last yeah. week, that's the first game he's played in months. His knees are knackered. Yeah, he noticed that near the end of the game. He used to play up front and he moved back to midfield and his knees were knackered. He kind of stopped playing and then decided he'd be a goalkeeper. Yeah, because I remember, like he says, when I scored this goal to make it 2-0, and um, I thought he was going to hit a freak out like that. Uh... <laughs> I tell you, he went him. Yeah, you said that, he's going to go like that. <laughs> him raging that night, even when my wife phoned in that to, to talk to him about it, he was still raging about it. He went back to some team, uh, such, new, what's that team, Patrick? Went new Stevenson Celtic. A new team that had asked him to play for them, so he went back and that's him started playing again. Yeah, he's a good goalkeeper. You were able to tell that he was a good goalkeeper right to the start. Uh, he says, but Paul's better, so we'll see him. We'll see what happens. Uh, didn't get sound best, right? Still a good goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> even get Paddy's wee boy, wee Patrick, to score a. <laughs> <laughs> really give you a redneck. <laughs> That's it, so. The wee boy that came on at the end, Paul. Mind the wee boy did score the penalty. Yeah, that's, that's my neighbour's son, yeah. I'd bring him up as well. But hopefully, like, next year that more people actually get involved, like, you know, that, that Mickey's done it now, do you know what I mean? And well, be, if they keep it going for a year, Mark, more people should be getting involved in it, like, you know what I mean? Well, a lot of the thing was, Paul, see a lot of the guys on the forum and that, they're all older, so they're right away, yeah. oh, no playing. Rob Roy and that, he was wanting to come up and watch it, just a wee day out. Even we Kenny, we wait that played. His wife and Wayne's were want to come. Patrick's girlfriend and Wayne's were want to. Do you know what I mean? There'll be more folk allowed to the stadium, so it'll be a lot bigger and a lot better the next year. I don't mean better as anything wrong with it, Mikey. You've done brilliant, you know that, but. Yeah, you, but I, I say the same. Like, say, I, like when I think what it could have been with the restrictions. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Of, like, that's like, that's exactly that. And I think next, like, say, next year, with everything going smooth. Like you said, I well, like and it's not even a joke. I I don't think we'd be far off near enough falling a stand eh? there. Nope. Like one of the side stands find the 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 dugouts. Easy. I wouldn't be too far away. I think we'd do that quite easy. Mm-hmm. So. Plenty of folk through here will come. Don't I mean? We've already spoke about it. But oh, my family now will be they'll get charged through. Got that worrying. Don't <laughs> just need to get outside. <laughs> But we'd have to set up some coaches as well, like, they need to go to the coaches, like, yeah. Oh, that going as well. Last well, I see, that's what I was hoping to do this year, but then I needed to be realistic about what was going on in the world there. Oh, so yeah, that like, that's what I held you back, Mickey, yeah, exactly. The fact that we got it to the stage where it was, was outstanding anyway, but like I said, next next year will be even, will be even bigger then, like I said, we'll just raise even more money, if, and this time it'll be for cancer, so... And, well, as I've said, folks need there will get commenting. I go on YouTube and things like that. It'll be easier to set up. Maybe like... Folk get know what they're doing. To get maybe like the two lads in me machine, Mark, myself and you, commentating on the match. Huh? Two boys up, Waldorf and Startler out the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> be more like them, or Jack and Victor. <laughs> That's it, so for tonight, lads. Uh, thanks to you on the live chat, and thanks for Mickey again for joining us as always. Uh, if you had sweats in your... If you were sweating in your bed tonight, listen to us, tips on the Santa Cruz TV, Manscaped would look after you. 20% off all products with free shipping worldwide with our code Santa Cruz TV at manscaped.com. The Bars and Bobble podcast with the big boys hangouts. Mark will now close the show. Thanks very much, Thanks again, Mikey, for coming on and joining us. Everybody, enjoy the live chat. I hope you all enjoyed it.
I, I really hung myself out to try there, didn't I? Coming up to play in the match. <laughs> You're still alive. You're still alive, Sam. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovel podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.